Hello and welcome back to the F24 podcast. My name is David and each week, as I'm sure you know, I invite a creative over to my studio in North Acton to talk about their lives and interactions with London, culture and creativity. I hope you're all well and you enjoyed the Candy Bandita episode. I loved it. Super cool girl. This week, I've got Score from the Troubled Children, from the Great Squad. He's a UK OG and he's pretty much been there from the beginning of the graffiti culture in the UK, but not coming out of London, but Paddock Wood in Kent, giving him an intense and interesting relationship with the culture. We go through all the decades graffiti's been in the UK, as Score has been there since 84, with no breaks. Graffiti's his life, it's him, literally. He obviously did the real life stuff, buying a house and working, etc. And we'll hear about how he juggled all that. But the thing I find most fascinating, and this is the same with other writers from that generation, is that they still paint and it still means so much to them. With the bonuses that build up of the added value by being part of a culture for many years, the relaxing nature of the action, the feeling of contentment in the world that makes us think otherwise, the therapy of art and culture, the aiding of everyday life. It's all there. Score is a graffiti done. He's done it all and he's witnessed a hell of a lot more. Amazing having him come round. Go and check him out on Instagram at scoretrc, that's S-K-O-R-E-T-R-C, where you'll find so much goodness. Go and check it while you're listening. Enjoy. This is F24. But mate, what <coughs> fucking amazing to have you around. Yeah, it's great to be here. Yeah, I've can... been listening to all the podcasts Pucker, and man. yeah, Thank I'm you. just well into it. So yeah, it was, it was an honour to be called up really. Wicked. No, Pucker, man. I'm so glad to have you on. So glad to have you on. It's... Yeah, I've had some amazing people in here, man. It's, it's amazing what happens when you stick with a culture. And yeah. I've grown up looking at you. Like, yeah, literally cool. grew up watching your work. You know what I mean, the moment I got into Graph, your name was there. And uh, I've told you before, but me and Rosa, my writing partner for, for a long time, followed and geeked out on your work for many years. And to be honest, I think Rosa's probably got a bit of your style as well in his pieces. Okay. I think it's seeped into him that much. I love Parisian Graph, and I think mine went off a bit that way. Right, yeah. With yep. the shape of my letter or the bits I like to put on. But Nick Rosa, I think he's, and he'd say it proudly as well. Yeah, yeah, no, that's cool, yeah. Yeah, I mean, right, people like different itch. eras of my stuff, do you yeah. know what I mean? So when people say, oh, your style, I'm always like, I wonder well, which bit. Yeah. Which but I, and it's normally when people first get into writing, they yeah. kind of, you know, maybe whatever. What was they that pick then? up the style yeah, of yeah, that yeah. era kind of thing. And people always go to me, oh, I love your stuff 20 years ago. Why don't you do that again? And you're just like, well... You can never go back, really. No, you can't. Just your style you what, represents where you are in life. Yeah, and I think, like, you, yeah, you've done many styles, but I think you're, and I love this about Graf, and I love being able to do it with writers, is just the crop a piece, or see a crop of a piece, I'll be able to name the writer. Yeah. And I, I actually saw a couple of photos over the last week or a couple of days, and I'm like, yeah, I know that score. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. just a crop. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know that. And that, to me... And it doesn't matter what style it is that you're painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. line work. It's the. It is, the dot, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like drip. a fingerprint. You can the really same. It really is, really. And you've got a fucking, you know, hopefully it's just us that have got that type of skill and the police ain't. But, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, we yeah. can literally, I, I love that about your work. I love that about writers and I, I definitely love yeah. that about your work. It's, um, yeah, you've been very important to me and my mates. Oh, thanks, man. Like, what yeah, makes Graffiti's cool. career. So, yeah, an absolute pleasure to have you around. Yeah, wicked. Let's start at the beginning, though. Where are you from? I'm from a little town in Kent called Paddockwood. Okay. Um, yeah, and weirdly, it was kind of a bit of a um, a hotbed of of sort of early hip hop talent. Really, yeah. there was a group of us that that some of us wrote, DJ, danced. Um, my 
my good friend DJ First Rate from Scratch Perverts, yeah. from Paddockwood, or, or the, the Village Next Door, uh-huh. MC Cell from Gutter Snipes. Yeah. Um, there was about six of us, and we all kind of inspired each other, and we what? stuck. We knew each other from the ages of 13, 14. Wicked. Um, me, Tenor, and Len. The spark? <laughs> Most in Paddock, where I live, it's really famous for hot picking. Right. And so everybody who lives in Paddock Wood are like first generation. Their parents are from London normally. Yeah. Came to Paddock Wood as a, like a holiday. Most like it was a thing in the 50s and 60s okay, for people yeah, yeah. to go hop picking as a holiday. Yeah. Loads of little houses they'd build and then they'd pick the hops. Yeah. And you go and stay in the house. You stay weeks. in the house for two weeks. You'd work. You'd pick the hops. Yeah. You'd take your kids. Yeah. It's a bit like you know, pick your own or something. Yeah. People yeah, do yeah, it with yeah. strawberries. There's one of them near me, actually. In yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was our area, like, um, first race, mum and dad were from Stepney. Mm. Um, my dad's family were from Bermondsey, Lewisham. Wow. Tenors from o- half Oval, half Brixton. Ten, so yeah. we all had kind of like London links. Yeah. And so from a young age, from before graffiti, I guess, we were yeah. hunting for casual clothes. Yeah. So we'd go up to like East Lane in Peckham or Roman Wicked. Road in East. So we were constantly going into London. And the, and the I casual think that's, uh, clothing style, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's kind of... And it was stuff like BMXing and yeah. sort of two-tone music and um, just all that stuff. And I was always really influenced by London, even though I left, I lived in Kent. Yeah, you had that connection. With Always, dad, with yeah, yeah, parents, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Travelling in. Yeah, I mean, my mum used to work with Nigerians, weirdly. Oh, yeah. And um, so we, I would go with her and I'd get little jobs. Like, I remember one summer I had a job in, in Notting Hill. Oh, yeah, wicked. Um, going up and down the tower blocks, this Nigerian guy had started a taxi company. Yeah. And I remember coming across the... Apart from the graffiti, like um, the Clash and stuff like yeah. that, that was in the Westway, there was a, a massive mural. Yeah, that I think bits of it are still there in Royal Oak, like a sort of a looks like a communist mural. But I remember st- I've, I've got such a vivid memory of okay. standing there staring at this big mural, Sick. and hitting you, and just the big concrete of it, yeah. and yeah, I've just always sort of had that before graffiti came along. Did you love art from a kid then? Were you? Were you yeah, 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 yeah. You were into drawing. Even at primary school, yeah. There was me and another guy um, that were considered like the, the, the artists. Which, you know what I mean? Yeah, at, yeah. at school. Yeah. So from an early age, I was drawing for, for people. Like I was doing the band logos and stuff on yeah. people's homework diaries, their school bags. So you could the do mod I've parkers. Seen it in your book, actually. I love yeah. that about your book. Yeah. Is that whole double page or even more of. Yeah, 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 that was that was a way of making money at school. I would draw on people's parkers and school bags, and Sick. and people would, you know, yeah, it was almost like a currency being able to draw before yeah, yeah, yeah. graffiti Brilliant, came along. Man. Brilliant, yeah, and the two, you know, especially with the two tone logos and yeah. the mod logos, it was very graffiti anyway. Like, yeah. it's so it kind white, of sharp yeah, lines. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, so. Uh, being an artist in school and then the little bits of travelling around with your mum up to London and working and that and then seeing these walls getting tagged and painting these murals of communist yeah, stuff did yeah. it all just start to seep together did it all start to come it together it did yeah I think we were as a as a group of kids like me first rate Cell Tenor we were fiending for like we were really into BMXing mm-hmm. and um, there was like a thing for roller discos and yeah. it was all kind of music and art linked yeah wicked and then when graffiti came along, it was 
the things I remember, I really remember the Uprock cover, the mm-hmm. seven inch with Dozy's graffiti. That yeah. was one of the first things I really remember. Uh, I copied it, I painted it on my friend's wall and I actually did the Uprock piece. Um, <laughs> Wicked. That, that was such book? a... No, I think no. I refer to it. Okay, yeah. But I, maybe, I lost yeah. a lot of my early stuff, right, like yeah. photo-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and sketches yeah. in police raids. Okay, but yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm amazed I found all the stuff I found. It's but, amazing, uh, that fucking book. I'm loving yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But um, just, yeah, Doze was one of, the, one of the people that just, I mean, even now, the Uprock piece and yeah. stuff, it's just incredible. Beautiful. Like, some of the best things. Yeah. Doze's characters and... The flow of yeah. those letters as well. Yeah, I just I just couldn't believe it. And the jelly bean cover. Yeah. That oh, yeah, scene yeah, yeah. painted on the roof. I used yeah. to go to our price and look at record covers <laughs> and just and just copy, go home, try yeah. and memorise them, or we'd steal them. Yeah. We'd steal I've got like rec- I've got that record cover. I've no I haven't got the record. You just, just had the sleeve. <laughs> I just took the sleeve out of our price. Yeah, and you'd take it home and you'd just be studying it and Yeah, yeah. So I've I ripped that off to, for definite. Yeah. Were you yeah. in school with First rate in them lot. All of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were all in school together. Amazing, man. So it's twenty four seven, basically, all you lot. Yeah, yeah, and um, we were just always out as kids. Wicked. There was like a really good b boy scene in in Maidstone, Mm -hmm. which for us was ten miles away. But everybody went to this bandstand and done breaking, and there was a guy there who 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 drew, who was just unbelievable. What was he drawing? Do you remember? Just pieces, yeah, oh, just wicked. early, but it was all ripped off Subway art, yeah, yeah, or yeah. some of it was. Yeah. But I'd never seen Subway art, so it was just fresh to you. Yeah, like he fresh. did the Kel piece down there, and and oh, and the and the scene Jason with the spray can, which isn't even in Subway art. So I don't know where he saw that. Fucking hell, yeah. Um, but yeah, and and we used to do the back patches, and and th- you know, a lot of it was pre spray paint, really. Yeah, I'd do a lot of drawing, and I mean, I tried spray paint early on, and I just couldn't. So when you saw that duck rock cover and the um duck rock cover, sorry, and the jelly bean, <clears throat> did you start tagging then, or was it? Yeah, we, well, I started trying to copy the pieces to start with and the yeah. characters, like yeah. the Doe's characters. And then it was Tenor who really got into tagging because his family was from South East London, right? And he was bring he was just like South East London was just like a hotbed of tag styles. A lot of the rest of London were more kind of doing early pieces and South East right. London for some reason was just so bombing. massively into bombing yeah was that is that because and I was put it down to is it because of the buses and so in North did those writers have they had the track sides had the, the underground and a few of the the foundations of Halls of Fame yeah and South wasn't looked at in that sense yeah I mean we didn't have a tube for a no, start exactly, I mean we yeah. had New Cross Yard yeah that was about it which isn't any more there, no, but yeah. um, that was all we had, um, and BRs. Yeah. So do you think so, that's why the bombing was so strong down there? I don't know. I've got no idea. I just why wonder because we we could concentrate. I say we. I, I didn't start till the nineties, but like it was like we could concentrate more on walls in North London. Yeah. I, I wonder. Yeah. It was all and it was all pens mostly. Yeah. yeah. It was. I mean, you'd you'd have people that would like like tough arts would tag in Buntlack, but that was more like a status. Like we've robbed. Yeah. They used to call themselves the Buntlack Kings. Yes, we've robbed it. We can, we, we yeah, but they so were doing this, they we were doing like art supplies stores. Yeah. You know, like yeah. for like rates. But it was all it was all pens <laughs> yeah. like silver shakies, gold shakies, Edin eight fifties, torches a little bit, 
But you never yeah, see a photo just, of a North London bus like you do of a South London bus. Either. There's not really photo to to what they were as well. Yeah. The photos don't really exist. No, it's true. There's only a few. But there's yeah, so Tenor got me really into. But I mean, we for all the photos I've got of my pieces back then, we were more into tagging. Wicked. And nobody took photos of tagging. No. Like we would just ride the trains every night doing insides, but. You didn't know what it we was. We didn't took photos no. for one because if it was hot to, to start taking yeah. photos and then you'd get pulled. Flashes um, going off in the carriage. <laughs> you just didn't think, no. you know, so. And, yeah, and I suppose as well, you know, we were, again, I came in later on in the 90s, obviously, but like you go bombing, but your camera was for your pieces and your dubs or your trains or your track sides. Exactly, That's yeah. all your photos before. And it was expensive to get a film yeah, developed yeah. when you were at school. yeah. I, I I treasure some of the tag photos I took in the nineties though. I love I love the ones I took, and I wish I took more. Whenever I see a photo, like I I I trawl the internet for like ancient gems, you know, mm-hmm. because yeah, for different reasons. But every now and again, when you see one, you just think, "Wow, how yeah. amazing that somebody took a photo of a tag door," yeah. and yeah. it means yeah, exactly. It just takes you back there, it and does. it's because that's what it was all about, really. Yeah. Like it was about pen tags for me. So you lot were styling it then, just learning about hand styles. Yeah, I mean, I changed my name every. I, I started writing score about June '86, I'd right. say around that era. But yeah. before that, and 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 I used to write it with an SC, okay. and that was yeah, purely yeah. inspired South East London. You had scarf scan. Uh, you know, like S's Wicked. and C's and like yeah. cash with the C, then the S. And it just these people were just absolute gods to Wicked. us. And so those letters worked for you. But before that, I had an F name, which mm-hmm. was a big thing. I had a D name. Like you'd get like trends. You'd have a number. You'd have a, P, a tag yeah. with a two at the end, you know, and it was just whatever. Amazing. Man. You'd see a couple of tag letters like and you'd be like, I've got to, I've got to adopt I've got like, to try that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'll put that in um, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And that's how kind of how it was. Wicked. What I trains think. were they you were hitting down there? We were we were mainly on Perfect. the, the um what we'd call doggy carriages. Mm-hmm. And um they were all all of the southeast really were single carriage British rail trains. Oh wow. So you couldn't walk between them. Yeah. So they were really, really good for bombing. Yeah. You, we'd get We'd get on the train, you'd do a carriage, you'd change every station, you'd just take out a whole carriage. Fucking hell. Um, and and so you'd lean out as well. Place. Every window yeah. opened out. So you'd you'd literally open the full window, sit on the back and lean out and bomb the roof, yeah. the panels. I remember slam I remember bombing slam doors and leaning out. You could do beautiful lean outs and Yeah, and, and where they later on with the the proper slam doors, they joined sets of four. Yeah. So you could go into the what they could, we used to call the middles. Yeah. And you could bomb the fronts of the trains. That's right. And if you had a driver's key, yeah. you could open the driver's door, which opened inwards. Yeah. So you could do really nice tags on the on the driver's <laughs> door. And, and we used to just spend all our time just doing insides. Up and down the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. And it was really competitive as well. There was a lot of people doing it. Yeah. I mean, it built up speed then. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah, I didn't do a tube. We did a couple of tubes. We used to go to Arnos Grove and Cockfosters randomly because mm-hmm. we just saw it and it looked easy. Right. So, but it wasn't was that. that just scoping coming into town? And just yeah, scoping. and that was just like, oh, we want to do a tube, but, you know, we're from Kent. So, yeah, we did a few, but my friends got nicked twice. Two lots of friends got nicked at, Arn- at Arnos Grove. Right. So, okay. it wasn't, you know. Yeah, it wasn't the best of times. No, but but we used to do New Cross. That was our spot, really. That was the Northerns, yeah. No, it was um, it's the East London line. Oh right, so on. it was a Big Met train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and they would run onto the Big Met. Yeah, 
up into so, Liverpool Street. They switch over at Whitechapel, Whitechapel right, okay. and then go up onto the Big Met. Yeah. So, so although it was a separate line, yeah. they would switch the rolling stock, so and you'd end get up getting stuff running on the Big Met Sick. every now and again. Yeah, not all the time, but yeah. Yeah, now and again, and you'd see your stains, and you know, uh, it was really cool. When did you um, When did you start meeting people apart from your obviously your gang, your crew? I mean, did, did that happen quite soon? In the day? Covent Garden, I suppose. Like everybody, I think everybody yeah. went to Covent Garden, and you'd just meet people kind of on the periphery of it because yeah. there was definitely a, a crowd yeah and then there was the rest of us kind of around that crowd you know okay, like you'd cool. meet your sort of there'd be the group of heroes and yeah yeah or just yeah. like big characters cool kids, and you'd yeah. chat to them a little bit but yeah. then there'd be little groups of everyone else yeah i guess yeah. so yeah 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 you know, i mean i remember like people like i remember mode up there um Chalky, Robo, uh, yeah, every single week. People there be was, hanging out there. You'd go up there, you'd go to Spats maybe at midday, which uh-huh. was like the pre-Covent thing. Yeah. I think it opened at midday. So you'd queue up on Oxford Street. Yeah. There'd be a little queue um, into Spats. Uh, um, and I only went once, maybe one. I was quite intimidated by Spats. Right. You'd see the queue. Yeah. And it'd be all these sort of you know, big black guys. Uh, yeah, and, and, and I was a little bit intimidated. I was like a little white guy from Kent. Yeah. So a lot of the time I'd be like, I don't fancy joining the queue. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, so yeah, and after Spats, about three o'clock, everybody would leave Spats and go down to Covent Garden. Wow. And it would just, you would have, I don't think I'm exaggerating to say you'd have 80 to 150 people oh, on a Saturday, hell, depending, man. and it yeah, would yeah. build up. Uh, and and it, it was just... What was it about Covent Garden? Was it just about the boards? It was the busking B-Boys, I think, originally. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. I think that was what it was because the B-Boys used to busk there yeah. and you had several... You had... Um, there was a crew called Aussie's Crew, uh-huh. which were Covent... These guys were like... They looked 30 when I was 15. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so there were these old guys down there. Hulk, who I still see every now and again. Yeah spinning i've seen him in leicester square maybe last year yeah still out he must be mid 50s amazing but all the aussies crew yeah were down there and then there was guys like uh there's a crew called sidewalk okay who were like pre so that kind of must be london all-stars the hip-hop element yeah to to that part of town and then about 84 um the chrome angels did the devious piece yeah and that became oh actually before that they did they did do you remember the high tech boot that's in Spray yeah, Can yeah, Art? Yeah, yeah. That whole side, like uh Mo did a shock shack piece. Yeah. Uh, the boot, a hip hop piece. Really rudimentary graph. Yeah, very early. And although we were all doing stuff mm-hmm. and I and I'd I've I've got to be honest and say I wasn't there at that time, mm-hmm. but I've seen since seen it. When I went there, it was all the the, the, the Jubilee yeah, and we stuff like that, 85, yeah. yeah but uh, Cell from Gutter Snipes went down there earlier and brought back photos of the earlier pieces. And we were just like... But it wasn't a Hall of Fame as such, was it? It was those pieces were allowed. They had permission for yeah. it and nobody else did. So it kind of like, it was perfect because it became this spot for everyone to meet. Yeah. And then reinforced by these pieces. Was, yeah, it was an extra element and yeah. it, was, it was bombed. There yeah. was a lot of spots that were bombed. In like, Covent Garden itself. Charing Cross Subway. Our trains oh, yeah, went into Charing Cross. Yeah. You'd come up to Charing Cross Subway. There yeah. was a little place where there was this magic shop. I remember it, yeah. You know that yeah, big yeah. area? Underground. It, it looks like Beach Street where yeah. they have the break. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. battle. Yeah. Guys used to 
break there. Wow. And there's a staircase up from there that and goes up to the church. Exactly. I know exactly that, where that is. Every time we went there every day. It's quite a wide every, every Saturday, we'd go there early and we'd bomb that staircase. Wicked. And then after Covent, at the end of the day, 7, 8 o'clock, you'd go yeah. home and you'd see all these people that had tagged near you. Oh and you're like, God. he's seen my tag and yeah. he's seen my tag. <laughs> and it was such a buzz. Yeah, you're just man. like, oh man, there's London Giants have been here no. and they're, they're tagged next to my tag. Yeah. I uh, don't know who told me about Covent Garden. But when I started writing, I started writing by myself pretty much. I got yeah. it, it's something I loved and I just spotted and then I just started it. And I, 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 my mate Big Phil, I can't forget about him. But graffiti was really found by myself the first six months or so. And I, I found out about Covent Garden and this is like 95. And I went yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And already, I knew Covent because I'm from yeah, London. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I went to Covent Garden to <laughs> basically to find you all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in yeah. 95, 10 years yeah, too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in just a hope that I'd see a reminiscing part or something I hadn't seen whilst being yeah. in the city. And I thought I might see a wall that had tags on it or that it might yeah. still be a bench or whatever. But there was a few was spots so... that had tags for for years, like yeah. the the, uh, the police station at Boat. Uh, um, Yes, and the, on the corner. You know where the Chandos and the Hart pubs are? Yeah, yeah. But there's an underpass through there that had some tags. I think okay. it had some classic scribbler stuff. Oh, wow. And the alleyway behind Heaven Nightclub as well, yeah. which is around the back of Charing Cross, yeah. had like an early Chrome Angels, like a Trailblazers piece, and somebody had copied the Ernie piece from Subway okay. Art down yeah, there. Yeah, done yeah, it yeah. really well. I don't know if it was Chrome Angels. Wow. I don't have a photo of it, but I wow. remember it like... And it was the, there were certain was little spots, piece. do you yeah. know what I mean? That you just go and go, okay, yeah. get your tag up there, see that. You yeah. know, like little spots all around. That alleyway, I know it. Yeah, I know yeah. the alleyway as well. That, around Covent, Charing Cross, <laughs> yeah. that whole area. People used to go, like, Leicester Square was another place. Yeah. It was a bit of a triangle, really. You'd get breakers at Leicester Square busking as well, and oh, then people that. would go... Charing Cross, uh, McDonald's was yeah. a big thing. Did if you looked under the tables, there was all tags under the tables. Oh, sick. Like, yeah, it's just some mad, mad Amazing. times. Like, it was so underground then as well. It was for those who knew. I guess so. Um, and we were on the periphery of it. We weren't down with, we're not sitting on a table with like Zaki and people then. No. We're the little guys hanging around. There was these wooden like beams that everyone would sit around on. Okay. And the big writers would stand underneath the concrete pillars, actually underneath the market. Yeah. That would be the big crowd. And okay. then you'd get little groups that would sit around on the wooden beams. Yeah. Um, that you just get chatting to, like just I re- out show yeah, buses. yeah, like I remember Colt down there being a bit of a face. Wicked. Chocky was a big character down there. I remember, Re- I remember Remy Ruff. Like wow. I, used to, yeah. I became quite good friends with him. Okay, back down, down there, there. Yeah. yeah. And a couple of the there was a crew from Stevenage that I used to know really well. That which people, is where TRC started years later. Yeah, so people were visiting from everywhere. Yeah, uh, Czech from East. Um, I remember Chain. Yeah. I remember people who infamous robbers like Chain, yeah. Wreck One from South. You know, there'd be little people that you'd just be like, okay, yeah, these, they, yeah, you know, <laughs> they're here for this because that was a big thing as well, getting robbed. Yeah, like um, everywhere you went, you kind of yeah. like, you couldn't wear a Kangol or a belt buckle on decent trainers; it was gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and, had to and be really I'm, fucking yeah. brave. I remember going to concerts and people going from the back of the back row to the front with bin bags, just taking Kangols off heads. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Remember it like it was yesterday, yeah. and then the steaming crews, yeah. like after Public Enemy, and but all of that I loved. I yeah. loved it. Like I loved getting. I wouldn't say I loved getting robbed, but I loved the buzz of Mate, being had, in a spot, yeah, and risking getting robbed. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. I mean, it's and like it going. Happened, it's it like going yard yeah, in yeah, a yeah. sense. Yeah, it gave you scary. that. We were there for the urban experience. Yeah. We were there to get robbed if we got robbed yeah. or. 
And if he didn't wick it... Or got, got lined out or yeah. toyed off or whatever it was, or bumpkined off or yeah. whatever. Although that wasn't there that early. That was a bit of a later thing. But okay. we were there to get, like, white-boyed off or yeah. whatever or Whatever it was. the case was. Yeah, it was just matter. a buzz to be yeah. in the, what were, we thought was the centre of... Yeah. Music and London at yeah, that time. Yeah, yeah, and we were Mate, four. We were four or five guys from Pallet Wood. Exactly. You know. and, but you, uh, there was enough in you to be like, yeah, fuck it, we can go and we can step up to this. Yeah, like, we know yeah, we've got right. it in us. Yeah, we were yeah. we were prepared to go there every week and yeah. fa- face up, take a photo album down there, Let's tag people's books, get our books tagged. I remember, I remember meeting like um, some of my heroes. I remember. My two heroes back then were Cash and Form. Mm-hmm. Form was London Giants. Cash mm-hmm. was Tough Arts. And I met them and they signed my book. And yeah. I was just like... King shit, I've done it. I've done it, yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I loved those days, man. Because I, 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 st- I ran around in my book for years when I started in the ni- 90s to probably 98. Yeah. And I loved running around my book and getting it signed by people. Yeah, like me yeah. People like so. Whenever people ask me now, I, I, I all, you know, I mean, I sign books all oh, day long because I know. To me, I remember that day yeah. that Cash and Form signed my book. Yeah. And Casby, oh, I met Casby, and he took me around the Grove. Yeah. For the day. Fucking hell. Uh, and I can, what a gem. I can tell you what he was wearing. He was wearing like burgundy all stars, like a green MA1 flight jacket, yes. like a belt buckle. And he was Looking like, fresh. he looked, he looked like some fucking Puerto Rican guy from the Bronx. Yeah, he was like, yeah, you know I mean, and he had the attitude, and yeah, it's amazing. It All of them days, fucking hell. He signed my book, times. and I was just like, <laughs> how was um, how was school doing in those years? How was like your education and like real life? I could have done a lot better. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. But, but I was quite, a, I was quite a smart kid at school, uh-huh. and I found it easy. Right, but I was also. The, the kid at school who'd push things further than everybody else. Uh-huh. I was like quite an extreme character, I suppose. Like, you know, if somebody built a rope swing, I would swing the furthest or I'd jump okay. the most kids on my BMX or, yeah. do you know what I mean? Constantly and, pushing for that. Yeah, and I, 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 got, I got a few people at work, at school arrested for shoplifting. Like, <laughs> I was like the guy encouraging that or... So yeah, yeah, I was a bit of, I wouldn't say I was a tear away because I always kind of respected my mum because yeah. I was a single parent family. Okay. So I always had that respect there, but yeah. at the same time, I was, and I always had to kind of be home at a certain time. And if I wanted to go out after that, I'd have to climb out the bedroom window. All of that Onto stuff. the garage roof and then go. So yeah. I, I was kind of respecting her, but still yeah. living my life. Yeah. And that, doing that is more respectful than not coming home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd my be home on time, I'd yeah. go to bed, exactly. and then I'd climb back out the yeah, window. Yeah, you're doing exactly what she says. She knows what you're doing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not looking yeah, exactly. out of bed as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have guys that turn up on my drive and throw a little stone up to my bedroom window. <laughs> yeah. I'd climb out, and then we'd go to the yard. <laughs> exactly. Wicked. So, Wicked. yeah, I mean, I, I was respectful, but, like, yeah, I was... Yeah, you got away with stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, yeah. I was that kid who was pushing stuff all the time. did you think when you... Like finishing school at 16, 15, 16, and still writing, so you're three years in, four years yeah. in, say. Like, what do you do? You look at it then as a hobby? Do you are you being told about real life and having to get on with it? Um, pick college. I, I got time? to the end of school and didn't know what to do yeah. because I hadn't even thought about it. So I, I did me O levels then. Yeah. Got to the end of it and thought, ah, I haven't really thought about this. So then I stayed on a year and did sixth form. Yeah. I didn't want to do A levels because I didn't I didn't want to commit to two years, I think. So yeah. I just sort of hung around another year, did a few more O levels. Just take up a bit more time. Yeah. And then I went to the London College of Printing. 
Okay. Like the elephant, mm-hmm. which I knew the elephant well anyway because it was one of the centres of South East London for buses. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a bit of a bench there. Yeah. And um, the subway system at the elephant. Yeah. At the time was oh man, I wish I'd taken photos of that. Bronxed up basically. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Oh God, when you think back, and I just but I, just I was doing a, a photography course at the elephant at, at LCP. Yeah. Taking black and white photos, and I took no photos of the tags <laughs> and the soul. I, it's just, it's just retarded looking back. It's because we didn't think of tags as. I didn't. No, no, no. I used don't. to. I, I wasted that whole year. Well, I didn't waste it. No. It was amazing. I used to go to the Elephant. I'd get the Bakerloo to Baker Street, and I'd ride the Big Met oh, every day. <laughs> and I, most of the cast photos and things you see, yeah, were taken by me. How amazing. Me and my friend used to bench every day on the big map. Yeah, so we'd do a little bit of college and we'd bench. So we'd do them. We'd sign on. We'd do the morning bench. Some of them. And then we'd go fun. back. Yeah, yeah, I see. They are so important. And I saw, I saw so many of them run. Ended up meeting cast. Wow. He, he would tip us off. Yes. Um, a couple of my friends ended up going homeless and and, and pretty much living up there. Fucking hell. Um, my friend Enemy and another guy Coat both ended up just pretty much. Both ended up in TKS and ended up sort of pretty much sleeping up there. Full time on it. Yeah, yeah. We were just up there all the time. Um, So what was it it about the London Printing School or college? Why did you pick that? Because it it was was art. I think it was a a course. It was half origination, which was graphic design at the time, Mm -hmm. and half print. And And I kind of always wanted to do something used my artistic skills right you got to that point and you were like I want to put this to use somehow yeah yeah, yeah. and that was kind of where it where it went really Type, typography and stuff I suppose and yeah. drawing illustration photography it was a kind of like a one year foundation did you course. enjoy it I did enjoy it yeah but I was more influenced by South the graffiti yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah really and I ended up getting nicked twice that year oh fuck um, which kind of put an end to my train writing career, really. So it was kind of good and bad. But I had this train pass to be in London every day for a year. For the school, I, from the school, basically. From the, from the college, the college. And so, I yeah. just used it doing graph. <laughs> and just got myself nicked. I got caught at New... Well, didn't get caught. I got caught in a yard at Welling Garden City mm-hmm. um, with a bunch of guys. And then from police raids, stupidly was writing letters to... Uh, missed one from Sheffield yep. and I'd taken him a couple of times to Newcross to paint the Mets so then I got Baker Street raid me Fucking and hell. got busted for the tubes oh Jesus Christ so within a year I'd kind of got hit kind of it kind of became the end of my graph career really because right. it was there was 18 months of two consecutive court cases yeah. both Crown Court conspiracy cases Jesus. they were going for you then oh big time yeah Half of one case was King's Cross, but also Dover in Kent. And then the other one was the Graf Squad. Thompson, Barker, all the classic 80s. Yeah, they they all came for me, yeah. Did they raid houses and... Yeah, yeah, they raided. Yeah, they they, they tore my house apart, really. They, 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 they done more than they should because my mum was out of work. They did the loft, oh, the shed, sake. the garage. Oh, my God. They're only allowed in your room. They're meant to be, yeah. yeah. But no, but they, they had to go and get a second van. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were pulling stuff out. I don't, know, I, don't know what, I don't know what I lost, but I lost a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah. I had a lot of photos back then of 
European graph, Nottingham graph. Wow. I was writing to so many people. It was yeah. a big thing in the 80s to do like letter correspondence. Yeah. I love um, that about your book, actually. Yeah, I put book. a few letters in it. there, but there was a hell of a lot. I bet. It was yeah. a big thing. I used to write to Pops in Nottingham, Mist in Sheffield. Uh, Carl, one, two, three, that, people in Manchester. Yeah, we'd just correspond. Scene, what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd send, and also like Bates in Copenhagen and wow. Eras in Holland and guys in Germany like Lumit. And yeah, it was a, there was a big writing <coughs> like correspondence yeah. scene. How, how did you get onto that? Like, I mean, cause Good question. I don't I remember, know. I remember like getting older graph mags mm. um, and then seeing letters in it people had written in i can't remember what was it international igt IGT maybe possibly yeah i I used to get igt at an an early stage yeah i grabbed i got two of them yeah um i managed to source them somewhere i can't remember how i got them now but i'm sure there's something in there about letters Anyway, hip-hop, I mean, yeah. Hip Hop Connection came out in 89, I think. Right. okay. And they used to have people at the back go and send me graffiti photos and, and stuff. And I don't know, I can't imagine that I was responding to people on there, but I, I went to, a, like, a lot of it, I went to a graph jam in Nottingham in early 89. Right. And I met Pops and Mist and a lot of the northern guys. Yeah. So I had a mad connection with them. Wicked. And then it was so it was custom then to be like, if you if you were cool, you'd give out your addresses. and you'd Yeah, writing. yeah. And you'd just start trading with people. Amazing. And then, obviously, in London, I'd write to people that I'd meet in London. Because although you might meet up with them at, at yeah. Covent, after Covent died in 88, maybe, right. there was no real way of networking. It wasn't the same anymore. It changed. No, it. no. So, like, people like, even people in Essex, like Sky or, mm-hmm. or um, people... We'd write to each other, Keen, I'd write to, um, yeah, we'd yeah. just write to each other, send each other photos, and there was this whole network of, yeah. after Covent died, yeah. there was this whole letter writing thing for three or four, oh, and you'd, you'd write on the back of your photo, uh, yeah. send back, yeah. and you'd send 10 photos, and if you wanted some back, they'd send them back to you, and then they'd send you 10 of theirs, and you'd go and get print from yeah. print from prints, yeah. which was a thing, or... Yeah. Color photocopies or yeah, yeah whatever you do, yeah, yeah, it was it was it's quite mad, really. That, that is a mad time. That's definitely gone. Yeah, forever. Yeah. I can't even imagine it actually. Imagine going to a hall of fame now or a jam, being cool with meeting someone and being cool and then saying, right, yeah, yeah. cool, let's start yeah, writing yeah. to each other. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's hard enough getting an email address yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I went to Bridlington in '89 as well. Oh yeah, that was a big. Which event, was yeah. like the World Graffiti Championships or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So I'd have met Bates. And romance there, and, and Raid, Raid from um, Norway. I met there. Sick. Um, through him, we used to write to Circle in Sweden. Um, just, just crazy people. Yeah, like Risk and Slick from LA were there. John One was there from New York. Goldie painted that, didn't he? Uh, not the one I did. Okay. He might have been there. Yeah. Pops was there. Who we knew. Um, Part Two was there from York. Yeah. System from Wales. Um, the Sheffield guys. TDK. Yeah, just the Bristol like, Inky was painted. Who organised that? Was that a council thing? Do you remember? Martin Jones, possibly. Goldie's manager. Goldie's I'm manager, not sure. Yeah, might have been. But he would, he would have definitely been there. Yeah. What a mad thing to have happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. Crazy. But yeah, in this there. place that yeah. was just like the, the arse end of nowhere. Yeah. We yeah. went up there on a coach from Victoria <laughs> and it must have taken 10 hours. I don't know how long. <laughs> and then we stayed in this like bed and breakfast. It's yeah. probably the first time I'd ever been. It was the first time I'd ever been up north. Wicked. We stayed with this 
you know, you can imagine some God northern knows. woman running a B&B yeah. in, in the 80s. Amazing. And yeah, it's just just madness, really. But <laughs> just had a gang of graffiti writers from London come. Yeah, up but stay. we used to do stuff like like we went to Paris in '88. We went to wow. we went to Amsterdam. Start I think first time '88 or '89. Fucking hell! We met this guy Eras from Rotterdam. Yeah. My friend used to write to him. He carried on painting for years, didn't he, Eras? He's not writing anymore, no, and I don't know what's happened in to the him. But did he? Yeah. Pitch. I got photos of his pieces. Okay. With, yeah. Um, really good. I mean, I was amazing. really inspired by Dutch style. Uh-huh. So was Cast yeah. because Cast had Dutch contacts. Okay. And he was going to Amsterdam in '88. Wow. Um, so was Foam. A lot of the guys were. Wow. So there was a lot of people don't really realise like like Casby was going to Paris a lot. And if you look at Casby's style, you yeah. can see an influence yeah. there from 87, maybe earlier. That's amazing, man. Um, and so that'd be so there's a lot of little contacts that people yeah. don't... People look back now at London's golden age. There was... We were... We, there was sort of a... You know, definitely Amsterdam and Paris and yeah. London. There was like a... There was a Good connection. connection yeah. yeah. And I suppose the Craig Angels have mowed moving to France and... Yeah, yeah. Although once, well. yeah, for a year or two, he was moving backwards and forwards, but he was so secretive with his stuff. Yeah. I remember him at Covent. He'd get his book out. He'd be showing one person. You'd get five or six around his book, he'd and he didn't like it. He'd close his book and walk off. Yeah. Or he'd literally, uh, he was just really like, just par- not paranoid, like he was really protective of his, of his style. Yeah, and he, yeah, yeah. he thought everybody was, which we were. Out to bite it. Everybody was biting yeah. Chrome Angels. But yeah. we, and we were, I guess. So What's I kind of get that. But at the yeah. same time, it's like if somebody bites my stuff now, I just, I don't know how I feel really. Maybe it's just not the same, is it? It's out there, you know? Yeah. It's, and it, yeah, I mean, it was so early and yeah. it was so good so early. Yeah. You, I suppose it must have just been yeah. weird. Yeah. Like he, and he's probably reasoning off the back of some other type of art or noticing. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know I'm totally I mean? looking back now. But at the yeah. time, I do remember a lot of people <laughs> thought, thought he was quite arrogant yeah. and aloof. And, yeah. and I think it gave the Chrome Angels a bad reputation see, yeah. in London in the end. Yeah. Because they became so aloof. Because it became quite, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Elitist in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is. I mean, they were. They were absolutely incredible. Yeah. I mean, when I got into it, like, it, not to dismiss anyone else, but they were in the stories that were being fed to me, and you know, get the message that video by Artful Dodger, yeah, and things like that. That it put TCA at this like crowning position that no one else could get into. Nearly, they were really mystified. Yeah. By the time I got in, they were like, and I can't imagine what it must have been like at the time. But they were. By the time mm. I got in, it seemed like they were like the kings of yeah. I, I couldn't even say what, because I know they weren't up on the underground too much or whatever, but they just seemed to be floating. They were up on a Biazzo on our lines yeah. a bit. Yeah. Because um, Scribbler was from Kent. Okay. Top end of Kent, wow. Beckenham. Mode was from Catford, which was yeah. literally just over the Kent border. Yeah. Uh, and Snake, who painted at Covent Garden, was from Orpington. Oh, um, Custom Boys were from Beckenham, Bromley wow. Way. There was so much good graph. Yeah. Where Coming Jump up 2, who who painted the character at Kilburn, you oh, might right. remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was from Bexley, so it was a real hotbed where we were, really. And um, Yeah, Scribbler, for me, was like such a massive influence. He had a lot of pieces in Bromley Market. Okay. And we, from 85, maybe even 84, we were going regularly to Bromley. It was a real 
we hooked up with some Bromley writers, uh, uni, vans, mm-hmm. bunch of guys. Um, we had like a little group between us. We'd go to Covent together. Wicked. Um, learned so much off those guys yeah. about, you know, like torch pens, bunt lack. They put, you know, but they you taught us that. so much stuff. Amazing. Amazing. But Scribbler was just unbelievable. Yeah. Absolutely. I loved his hand style, man. Yeah. And I'm, I, when I met him at the, um, they did a TCA show maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. In Soho, and That's I just right. never met saying I'd met him before back in the day, but I was just like, <laughs> he still couldn't explain how he got so good so quickly. Yeah. And I, I guess we'll never know. There's but some cheats in there somehow, I don't know how they did that. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, um, back to college and so on and so forth, how did yeah. that all go then? Being in, um, so you do that, I passed year, it running into the yeah. police, and yeah, I part, I got, I just about did enough to pass, Wicked. and then I got a job which I did for 15 years working in newspapers. Oh, right, okay. And then the court case frizzled out or...? No, no I got um, fines, community service, didn't get prison. One of my fr- good friends did, right. uh, Sire. Oh, got yeah. three months, did three months. Um, yeah, because he went on to break his bowel conditions, oh, got fuck. busted, did Farringdon a bunch of times, and I was kind of... I didn't, you know, I just didn't break them. Yeah. And he did. Right. And he got caught. They were, they were just on him. Yeah. Like, pretty much following us around and stuff. Fucking hell, man. But they watched us throughout our court cases, really. I've got, I've got surveillance photos, which you've probably seen in that book. Yeah. Of the police following us. Yeah, yeah, I did. I've seen the flicks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Which we were kind of aware of at the time, but not 100% sure, because we used to meet up at, um, a Photoshop in Carnaby Street where uh-huh. they're taken yeah. every week, like all the kind of crowd from 1991, Cherish, Acrid, yeah. Regret, um, everybody. Like, Would be down there. Yeah, Bap and those guys, Ebbs. Just, yeah, just all of us that were kind of active yeah. would meet up and they raided it and busted Fuck Abel no. and Cherish one day and wow. like um, literally came up to me and just said my name to my face, like, hello. Kind of grabbed Jesus. a couple of people yeah. and went. So, yeah, we were being followed for quite a long period of time until they disbanded the Graf Squad yeah. in 92, I think, right. when they kind of completely beat what they considered beat Graf, yeah, closed the Graf Squad. Yeah. And then it, was, it wasn't was dead for a year, but it was almost dead for quite, a year and, until DDS kind of, the... the the end of PFB, beginning of DDS came oh, and, and brought it back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, I remember it being you know by '95, it was still fucking quiet. Yeah, it, everything I was looking at was yeah. old, and then yeah, the rest yeah. of it was hidden, like the odd gem of a photo you might see of around that era. Yeah, and I know DDS done a lot in that time, but yeah. you didn't see much of it because yeah. of BTP and LT were, were winning. It's, it's mad in a sense how everything linked because like. <clears throat> My crew, the, the the most active guy was Sire TRC. His last tra- he took Cherish to do his first train. Wow! Then Cherish joined TRC, did all his thing for two or three years, and then I could be wrong, but I think he took Teach to do his first train. Might or, have been the second or the yeah. second train. Yeah. And then Teach led the next white. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it yeah, just yeah. kind of it's weird how things. You know, that is this nuts. person leads to this person yeah, to this yeah. person, and and just waves of graph. These. Fountains of knowledge just being pushed through. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's just, it, yeah, it, but just early waves of, of people. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy how things kind of just link. So what, what happened when you start work? Like, I was working part-time because okay. I didn't want to commit to a full-time job because right, I was yeah. still doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. 
Um, so I worked like like an evening shift for a newspaper yeah. for a few years right. and then went full-time eventually because I needed more money. Yeah, life gets on and all that shit. And yeah, and so it went on really, but yeah, for a period of years. And over those years, was that when the Halls of Fame started to get burnt then? Well, when I got, I got busted in sort of um, mid-89 mm-hmm. and I kind of had a moment of like, oh, shit, what am I going to do now? Mm. And then that was when... Uh, Farringdon started and I'll, I think you spoke to Theo didn't you yeah yeah. he talks a lot about that era yeah um, there was me there was his crew our crew and Busk Skyer oh yeah there, there was like a little crew and we all kind of descended on the place at the same time wow and it's kind of weird looking back that it's kind of almost a lot of people have described it to me as kind of like the beginning of like rave graffiti in a sense okay you know yeah, like yeah, um, makes sense Snatches colour schemes yeah. are quite acidic and yeah. and people were painting smiley faces and it was just kind of a bit of a new... Drax's window down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was sort of like a little... And Czech used to paint a lot and his stuff was very sort of acid, trippy stuff. Wow. And a little scene sort of started in Farringdon really and I kind of got into that. And then from there you had like West Ham was another big place in 89 so I'd paint there. And plus my spot in South East London, which was a place called Grove Park. Oh, yeah, I know Grove Park. Which I used to do from the mid-80s. Like um, That was kind of our go-to spot. That was our Hall of Fame. It wasn't our Hall of Fame as in we owned it, but that was our... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was where we painted a majority of our stuff. And was that, like, painting Halls of Fame? And, like, you know, they weren't even really Halls of Fame then, were they? They were just locations, really, I suppose. Yeah, 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 they were. Um, I mean, you'd meet people at them. yeah. And it was completely different to the previous scene, the train scene. Yeah, I mean, but we was... would still be on the line. Yeah. If I went Farringdon and did a wall, yeah. we would bench for a couple of hours on yeah, the little bit. as map. well. Yeah. yeah, and you'd meet people on the platform. Wicked. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Fucking hell, man. Doing all of that and holding down jobs. Yeah, I mean, I beca- it became a bit yeah. of a weekend thing, I guess, once I started working. Yeah, yeah. You know, and evenings. We used to still, you know, yeah. ride the line Summer in the evening a little bit or... Yeah, yeah. It was definitely like it was all. It was everything, I guess. Really, yeah. um, um, in some ways, it still is in my head. Yeah, I'm still thinking about it, like far too much. Yeah, but um, yeah, just all encompassing. It's just crazy. It's um because you you like holding down a real job, and it's quite hard to. You've been so prolific with it. And obviously, from my era, from watching you, was like halls of fame paintings predominantly, and and you found out about that part of your career later on. It was so prolific for so long; it's quite hard. I've always thought, like, how the fuck does, does this man work? Does he like? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I was yeah. I would just paint every weekend. I suppose was the thing. Yeah. Once I got into that kind of wall painting thing, yeah. in in that from eighty nine onwards, once yeah. I had the two court cases, I mean, I still did a few things. Yeah. But I had to be really quite selective. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't with the same power. No, I'd be like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to be. It got a bit more professional, really. You'd 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 think things through. Yeah. But everybody got like in '92. Everybody, there was still a lot of people writing in Kent, and everybody had been busted, and everybody was doing a different name every time they went. And there was a lot going, and that's when people like Ochre came through quite big to start with. Yeah. And there was guys like me and Spike and Fax, um, Ein. Yeah. 
a bunch of people really all doing stuff um, and doing different names uh, and I certainly wasn't as active as the rest of them yeah they were a lot more active than I was a bit older than them though weren't you yeah I was yeah but um, I was also working and I don't think a lot of those guys were necessarily working yeah in that world um, yeah so but yeah there was still a lot of stuff going on in like 92, 93 yeah what is it then do you think like this this drenched feeling that you have then it's like you're just <laughs> completely covered in it i'm addicted i'm really addicted it's it's I, I, I haven't got an addictive personality right. for anything else like yeah, i've smoke. never really had a drink yeah. smoking drugs problem no. but it's all i dream about yeah. like i have constant <laughs> graph dreams it's and just it could weird. be any part of the scene but it's just graffiti in, in all it's normally trains yeah normally Crazy. like yeah like I, 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 from when I got raided, I must have had so many raid dream, like nightmares, right? Which After is obviously that. trauma, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, that is. But I had yeah. them for. I still get them probably now and again. Yeah. That panicky. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. those heartbeat is, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but and then sometimes, yeah. If you paint something, you just sort of repaint it in your dreams. In Constantly. a sense, it's just it's just weird. Yeah. I can't really explain it. But, but it's, it's just... the only thing you think that you're addicted to, then, yeah, to um, that level. I mean, it could be tea or something, maybe. I suppose but you, there isn't anything glaring. No, to you no, like, no. Nah. It's a probably a couple of years I was addicted to porn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, well, not like ridiculously. No, but, but I don't you mean? <laughs> yeah, but, wow, look at this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's just being a kid, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Being at a certain age, but yeah. no, nothing like this. No, wow, it's but... just. But I just love it, yeah, I can't. And there's always things I want to do. There's always new challenges. I think that's what keeps it going, you yeah. know. There's things you want to paint and things you want to do. Has there been any, like, so say it gets to like 94, 96, 98, and you've been in it over a decade by then. Yeah. Are you thinking, you're not thinking of stopping or like letting real life take over? Do you? Well, it's funny, you were talking about my book there. Yeah. That kind of ends in, in 94. Yeah. That couple of years previous to that, I was really involved in the Brighton scene. That's right. With Nima, Fire, RIP, yeah. Yeah. Euro, uh, Petro, a Harass. bunch of those guys. So that was like a massive, I always seem to fall in massive kind of golden eras in a sense. With Do you know you, what I mean? I've yeah, kind yeah. of just been lucky in that sense. Where like, did you live there? No, my mum and sister have... Uh, I've got a business there. Okay, cool. So you were travelling down there. So I, if I had a day off work, I could get a lift down there. Wicked. So they dropped me off at about 7.30 in the yeah. morning or something ridiculous, like nine, 8, 9 o'clock, and I'd go and knock for Nemo or Euro <laughs> or somebody, and then we'd just go out and we'd paint, or we'd do something, or... Brighton was a town. Yeah, man. so Brighton was, just, and Brighton was an absolute hotbed of stop. So, so was Kent, but we didn't yeah. have like one place. Like Brighton's a city. Yeah. Kent is a lot of towns. Yeah. So although there was a lot of good writers in Kent, Bright, Brighton was like out. a mini London. We yeah. were all in one place. Yeah. It's like a borough, one large yeah. borough. Yeah. So that that carried me from probably 91 to 94, and it broke down in 95. Then I sort of bought a house and got a girlfriend and did those sort of things. Yeah. So that changed... Your perspective. And... Perspective again. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and there was probably a couple of years there that was just were a bit like a bit slower, bit directionless. But yeah. I was still doing a fair bit of stuff. Well, a bit directionless in the graffiti life, but directionless in yeah. real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a direction um, in real yeah, life, but in your... yeah. And I was doing a lot of the stuff I look at from that era now. I don't really like it. No, 
it was I don't know if you remember the stuff with all the curls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thin shadows. Yeah. See that's stuff. what that's the shit me and Rosa fell in love with. Yeah, see a lot of people like it. And that yeah. was that era just after DFM. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I've got I've got sketches in my books actually, I'm gonna show them to you later in that book up there. Yeah. And it's got those the curls off the end, edges of the letters. Weirdly and the, a lot the layered of, up shit. That took off a lot in the took west off. coast of America. Did and it? people t- have told me a few times. Oh, you're really influenced on like the LA scene and wow. things like this. And I think it was through maybe magazines like Hype and Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where or Hip Hop Connection maybe. used to get sold, yeah. but I don't know. But yeah, that some was, people it was really unique for the time. Yeah, it was quite so different. We found it in ninety five, obviously, ninety six. Yeah. But wow, like it was different yeah. to everyone else's paintings. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. A, a definitely a new different bit of So style. yeah, there was a little bit of that and then I'd I'd have to say inspirationally, like um in, in there somewhere, Kilo was... I was ticking along a lot with Kilo and Keen. Yeah, from Cambridge. Doing a little bit... Yeah, he was Cambridge and He Keen. is now. He wasn't. He was from he was from Putney. Oh, was he? Well, Roehampton. I didn't yeah. even know that. Okay. And Keen from Hornchurch. Yeah, but yeah. Sort of, so I'd see both of them a bit. Mm-hmm. And a few others. Um, Sept moved down from up north. Yep. So Sept. And, that was mid-90s um, as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, there was a little bunch of us. It wasn't... I wouldn't say it was a golden era, but then... Um, like Deck came along, mm. running Digital Jungle and like internet stuff. Yeah, and Enigma, as you were saying. And yeah. he was really motivational for me. I had a real golden period of so three or four years with him. The late 90s then, in Tufnell. 99, like 2000, 2001. Yeah. Every week, like big productions, big walls. And that was, that was kind of an era when his crew XL came That's along. Right. I was just about to say XL, yeah. And um, Aztec turned back up on the scene he yeah. was involved there was a bunch of us and that was a little golden era I think yeah. in a sense it was uh, a, yeah and you, I'm thinking of it as well you're right it is, it is a golden era because it was those halls of fame were getting fucking smashed going into Tufnell yeah. in 99 yeah. 99 and in Camden yeah. and seeing them paint pieces were ridiculous and getting to, I got to Brighton first time in 98 and went to the moon and literally shat myself. I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? What is this? That oh, was killer. Yeah, we did the you first pieces of, there. Yeah, yeah, you had some amazing burners in there. Yeah. God, yeah. that was a nightmare to roll the first time. Oh, that wall was imagine. so porous. Oh, fucking hell. It would have taken days. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. Yeah, it sucked up so much. You'd just go down there and roll all day and then you, you'd it just disappear and you roll some more. <laughs> it was mad. But, but it was yeah, a killer right. spot. It was, it was a, a gold- killer spot. Yeah, killer spot. But that's a golden yeah. era as well. You're yeah. right. Um what an amazing period yeah. the Brighton scene like what that was a lot of Hall of Fame painting or like pieces painting yeah I wouldn't say Hall yeah. of Fame because yeah. you had those d- deserted spots yeah, um, yeah. I mean we did a pirate radio show down there as oh, well which was a big part which a little bit of a big part well it was a part of it as well like with still with first rate and people like Wicked. that yeah. we did a radio show um, every week in, in, in I know Brighton. the block I, I, I heard the story actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the block's been pointed out to me where you where you hosted it from. I think we did it. We we used to move it around. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Okay. But, um, I remember hearing about Euro was involved in that. Yeah. I think it was through Euro. He got us on the radio. Yeah. Rob might have been telling me about that actually. Yeah. But yeah. There was a good hip hop scene and stuff down there because you had Crafty Cuts had a shop. Yeah. Just out of town. Yeah. Can't remember where it was now. And then you had a guy called Mex. Mex. Who's a DJ. Wicked. Um, in Br- in Brighton, just off. Um, I can't remember the name of the street now. I know exactly where it yeah, was. Yeah, uh, and um, we Tiny saw a few of the, There was there was two or three hip hop groups down there. It was a pretty cool little scene, mm. Brighton, sort of yeah, that by the whole time era. I got there in two thousands, 
it had it had made a name for itself, man. And then, yeah, yeah. See, I'd I'd kind of moved out because everything kind of went off down in Brighton. Yeah. Um, later on. Yeah, it changed a lot. By the time I yeah. got there, I could see there was a. We'd already seen the stories of Brighton, and so we were in love with it for that. Mm. But we knew there was something different going on there. Yeah, it was a different era we're about to walk yeah. into. Yeah, but, um, yeah. It held a lot of history. It held an awful lot of importance. Yeah, see, so a lot of people disappeared, really. It stopped writing yeah. that I used to know. Nima kind of moved out of Brighton. Yeah. Um, Fire stopped writing. Euro stopped, stopped writing. pretty much stopped writing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Fluke stopped writing. Harass me. Did you know Harass? Yeah, Yeah, guy, he yeah. moved out to um, New York for a bit and then moved back to London. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, used to speak to him st- still a little bit because he was a graphic designer. That's right. And so was I. And we yeah. used to like trade fonts and things. Every now and again, you'd have like a side quest full of fonts yeah. or some madness like that. Yeah. So I still used to see her ass a little bit. Um, I haven't seen him since. We all went to Fire's funeral. Oh, God, yeah. We ended up painting his coffin. Yeah. Which was pretty, pretty deep. deep. Mm. Yeah, it was a pretty mad day. But, um, and then we painted a, a memorial. We had a day down at Black Rock painting yeah. for him and stuff. But yeah, I just I love I love all those guys because so that era was just it's, it was just a really important era, I think, and as important as a lot of the London eras to me. Yeah, it was uplifting in another way, wasn't it? Yeah, supportive and uplifting in another way. Yeah, and I think style-wise, yeah, for levels you went up, all of you. Yeah, we all fed off each other really yeah. quickly, and and it became something like weekly we'd be sending each other black book sketches and really? yeah just fire used to send send me like he'd make booklets of his pieces and just send them down to me i just like all these styles and i'm just like wow you know to draw stuff so and send good man. unbelievable letters, he taught so many didn't he yeah i mean you can still i love euro and i love Euro style but you can yeah. see fires touch. yeah 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 but, I, mean? I mean euro's from kent oh is he yeah i don't know he's that. from gravesend and um so i can see elements of all sorts of things. Okay. Um, see, he knew Spike in the early, yeah, back right. then and, and other guys. But then, yeah, but yeah, when he goes to Brighton, you can just see that. I think the sharpness that we were all doing was all kind of from the Chrome Angels and we were all inspired. Like, she used to write the New Angels. That was one of his crews, Sick. TNA. Yeah. And we all came from the same, like, uh, met the same influence yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, the appreciation and, then, and all that type of shit. Yeah. It was all in one location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. All, yeah. Yeah, work yeah. together. So we all, that. and you can see it. You could see it with people like Snatch and things, and other people in London that had a similar ethos. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, Snatch's pieces, man, through that era as well. Gorgeous. But he linked with She and Wreck and people as well. Yeah. So there was all a bit of a kind of we were all kind of vibing off each other. It's a in bigger some triangle, way. even. Oh, the graffiti's like family yeah. trees upon family tree. You know, goes on and on and on. Yeah, everybody I know links with somebody else. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, it's just crazy, the links we used to have. <clears throat> so when it got to the early 2000s, and I know Mex had his shop open, they were selling records, but Petro was in there selling paint and that. In Brighton? Yeah. See, I wasn't so really yeah, going to Brighton. you must have left by then. Yeah. I, I never really went to Brighton when Petro was there. Yeah, I so painted with him once, there was okay. a place in Hove. Yeah, David Dorr. But that was it. yeah, I mean, Petro gets up at three in the afternoon and I want to go home <laughs> at three in the afternoon. We never paint. Like, okay, I've known... Yeah. It's funny because Petro's from Kent as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've known him. I painted with him. At, I took him to Grove Park in '88 to paint, Fucking and we'd, we'd battle each other a little bit on the BRs and Wicked. stuff. So we we go back yeah. like generations, basically. generations. But we never paint together. Okay, yeah. Like, it's weird. We should do really. What was that? What was that era like though? In the 
early to mid 2000s for you when the shops start popping up so my shop opens I know you didn't get down there in those days yeah. but then, and then HQ's opens up in town and again not really I didn't really go to any of them really no, no. Did you, what did you think about that though because by then so say by then it's 20 years in like early 2000s yeah. you're pretty much I don't really know in. what I was thinking at that, in that era really I was just um, appreciating the paint maybe if anything yeah maybe just being like wicked yeah. got dope paint yeah I'm just wondering if there was um, you've so deeply involved in the scene for such a long time yeah what was it like when it kind of flicked on its head doors yeah. started opening for graph shops yeah. there's like graphism are selling paint on uh, that's the thing that's where it started magazine. graphism yeah and so you know yeah. they put a colour chart in or whatever mm. I think wouldn't they they'd print a colour chart page and you could call up the, the yeah. mail order line and I think that's that where I, that's where I, that would be where it started for me yeah we started going to Amsterdam quite early yeah to get paint because there was no paint in london that would be spa bars and that so we had a shop in paddock wood mm-hmm. randomly that so many writers would remember because <laughs> so many writers got nicked there <laughs> i know teacher's been in there and okay. i know like shoom got nicked in there it was run by a gypsy and a guy took him out the back and beat him up rather Fucking than called no. the police um soggy and bunch of but my my friend len who's also sadly passed away now he ordered belt on in there okay and um all okay purple and yeah. the classic paint in the late 80s kind of thing wow. which you couldn't get yeah like there was about two shops i think hounslow and stockwell hounslow, motors yeah, yeah, was yeah. about it yeah. in london from memory maybe there were others but they were the two spots at every or uh, maybe holloway road i was I just think. about to say yeah holloway road had a shop holloway i road. think yeah yeah so we ordered it we got it we got the guy at our garage to order it um, so that and then we started going to Amsterdam like Cherish who was in our crew was yeah. like an infamous racker he's from East right he's from originally from um, sort of Shoreditchy area yeah. just yeah kind of around there really yeah, sort of yeah. yeah okay just on the borders of Hackney yeah so yeah he started going to Amsterdam I mean we went to Amsterdam about four or five times a year for three years just getting paint fucking hell like and coming um, back in bag flexor mainly this paint called flexor oh, yeah 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 which looked like a hammer right yeah. but it had a female nozzle yeah and uh trendy colors and we'd buy we'd buy spavar from the market as well from hanks yeah. well, hanks before the market yeah and then the market so that took us for a few years and then as graftism kind of took over i've got god knows what who what the first paint we got in England was. I think it was 94. Uh, no, no, it would have been Nolito or there was Aerosol Art was a can that Memo used to sell oh, at yeah. one point. But was that in the late 90s? Or? Don't know. I remember um, picking up Montana, MT, my, the first original Montana, Spanish Montana, maybe. Four Star General in 98. Spanish Montana, it could yeah. have been before Molito. Yeah, actually, yeah, but yeah. I, my memory is so... Because I, I was racking up Belton's, the Rao cans... I was already yeah. racking them up out yeah, in yeah. Cricklewood. But it was at George's at, when he when George was in um Camden with Four Star yeah, General, yeah, he yeah. had he got the Montanas in. And that was the first place I got paint yeah. from. Yeah. Like, yeah bought yeah. paint from. Yeah, I was yeah. like, Fuck, he used to be in Car- in Carnaby Street right, originally, yeah, George. First, yeah, yeah, when Crimean and White Child Ricks used to have <coughs> shirts down there. That's and right. 
Yeah, it was a mad, yeah, it was a mad little spot. Yeah, the Camden place was. I think he was there for like five years. Still amazing, just jam packed full of greatness. He yeah. actually took my first T-shirt and sold it for me when I oh, moved cool. to Brighton and come back. I wonder what's happened to him now. I'd love to chat to George, man. It'd be mad, wouldn't it? Fucking hell, the things he saw. He was such a loan as yeah, well. Like, he used to go. I always remember. We used to like mad Kent connections as well. There used to be jams at a place called the Angel Centre in Tunbridge. Right. And he come down to one of them and there was a massive queue. Yeah. And he walked to the front of the queue and I, we always quote it. He just goes, the bloke goes, oh, ticket please, mate. He goes, general posse don't pay. <laughs> <laughs> and the bloke goes, you what? He goes, general posse don't pay. <laughs> yes. And he's all dressed up in like, like an S1W. Yeah, and yeah, no, yeah. he used to be. And yeah. it's just a geezer was off his head, but... He was funny, funny guy, hilarious bloke. Yeah, yeah, and I never was, got to know he was him a character. Well. Yeah, I don't know anything about his background or no. anything, even what part of London he was from. But he was a proper character. Yeah. He, I mean, he'd done a great thing for the city with that. He shot. did, yeah, and yeah. No, to he think did. that it was him by himself, predominantly in his own yeah, franchise. Yeah, I know he brought Prime in and all that. Yeah, but it's his you thing. think about it, he doesn't get the credit really. No, I mean, he, he was a bit of a. About. We used to sort of chuckle at, at the time, but. Because he used to wear like the beret and all the military yeah. gear and all that, but yeah. he was he was militant. I mean, he was rude. Like yeah, I remember yeah, being, yeah. No, he being was rude. Really yeah. rude. <laughs> he was, yeah. But you just you loved him for it. I was yeah, just yeah, I could no, never he was a, just a mad. He was a bit of an eccentric in a sense. Wasn't Must he? have like, been. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to know his story, yeah, man. I, I saw well. there's a guy called Steve Bryden who I'm trying to get round here, um, and he's got something to do with trainers and clothing, and yeah. he's obviously been part of the culture as well for a long time. But he put up a photo of George from the early 90s of the, the Carnaby Street shop and okay. I literally was like oh shit <laughs> oh, God. where is he literally yeah. like, my mind's like popping it's funny because we were like aside from Graf yeah we were like we would go to every hip hop jam in yeah. London like for years Wicked. Like, and that was because first rate DJ'd and sell MC'd and what have you yeah that was as big a thing for us as the graph I mean as much as we were into graph we were into music so it was part of the whole thing for you yeah uh, especially if go, your boys uh, doing it yeah yeah so we would go to everything pretty so much. you mentioned the public enemy jam earlier did you go to that yeah I oh, went to kids. all of those jam- I went to the ones at Hammersmith Apollo like the first one was DMC and Run DMC Beastie Boys I think wow. then there was the second one was Eric B Cool J yeah because I remember when he did I Need Love and everybody booed <laughs> <laughs> and then um, yeah and Public Enemy the first time we see them um, that was kind of when hip hop was still quite everybody was into it and then in yeah. 88 when Public Enemy became more militant it became a bit yeah, a lot of, of a, a black this. and white thing yeah, which it never was and, and a, a lot, lot of the, a lot of the white guys and the black guys to yeah. be fair just thought this is getting a bit political and just got into like warehouse rave scene. Yeah. We're just like, this isn't, this isn't hip hop to me. This yeah. is, it wasn't the party hip hop. Yeah. Started, you but. had like Professor Griff quoting Farrakhan and all this yeah. stuff that was just irrelevant to what we were down with. And yeah. I, I remember sitting at jams and they're going on about the devil and that and just thinking, <laughs> this Oops. is a bit awkward. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, but I still was you, just down, down with it. Yeah. I think this is the thing. We'll always accept it and that we understand it, but I can imagine. It must have been, um, to, because the, again, I come in 10 years after you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Years after. So when I walk in, it's a, a much different hip hop scene for the scene that you walked into, for it to change like that. I could understand. So did you move into the rave scene of it? Or? No, 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 I was, we were, I think we were the last white guys in hip hop. It felt <laughs> like that. For a lot of jams, yeah. it was, we would literally be like, probably the token white guys at every jam. Yeah. I said, yeah. Pretty much, wow. like, 
Um, and it was cool. We never never had any trouble, no. ever. Um, we used to go like Vauxhall Arches to Westwood. Yeah. yeah and, and in that era, a lot of sort of dancehall, reggae, ragga, it got quite ragga. Yeah. And I loved all that as well. Um, Wicked. Uh, yeah. Just was yeah, it was just, what it was. It was, it just, was, it was yeah. Part, it was the we we were, but yeah, yeah it, we did seem to be the last white guys at the jam, Amazing. really. But yeah. but yeah, like we were just so into it. Like I loved, I loved all that late eighties, early nineties era. Yeah, I remember going to UMCs and people CS gas in the crowd, and then <laughs> there was a gun pulled at um, Cam, um, Hamsmith Palais one night. I remember us jumping up and hanging off the balcony and everybody ran outside. Fucking I remember up. gunshots at Notting Hill Carnival one year. I mean, it was a pretty sort of a... Hot time. It was a rowdy few years, but it was a good... It was, it was brilliant. The I loved it. Was... Again, it was, again, it was a bit like going yard, you know. You felt like you was, oh, this yeah. is mad. It's yeah. like a mad buzz. Same type of... Yeah, same feelings yeah, inside yeah, your yeah, body yeah, flying yeah. off. Yeah. Or, or people not turning up to jams. And then the crowd had starting a riot. There was one of them at Hammersmith Palais. And I remember people put the... The back doors to Brixton Academy once as well, and just rushed the stage and stole some of the speakers. And just it's just the madder it got, the more I loved it. Really, yeah. I just loved all that carnage. It's just mad to be just like completely thrown in and just keep going deeper with it. Yeah, just yeah, we're just like it. this is brilliant. I love it. I love Amazing. the anarchy of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, back to the two thousand. Sorry to drag you back there. Right. Um, yeah, back to two thousands and this paint. Did it? Did it change your game then? Like I know you'd obviously gone through this um, Amsterdam and European paint, but then when we start seeping through with what? Not really. I mean, it's it's funny because I start when I started painting with Deck. He would refer to the numbers by their row numbers and stuff. He was it was it was another, but I'd let him kind of run with it and go, yeah. okay, we're going to do this, and I'd just be like. Deck mate, what colour is that? Is that a red? He'd be going, row six, two, three, or <laughs> two of those, and he'd be, be, you know, you on the old phone, yeah, and he'd be yeah, going yeah. through his colours, yeah. And I was a bit late to the game with all of that, really. Like, um, I, I remember even, like, I always used to get cussed for being quite messy. Yeah. And I think it was because I used to paint... When we painted in the 80s with bad paint, we had this sort of scratchy, quick technique with the uh -huh. can. Yeah. Where you'd be like, you'd almost scrape the wall. Okay. And I've kind of... I've got beyond that now, but <laughs> I think I was, I was a bit slow to the game, to new paint. Okay. And people like Deck and that were... He was just mastered those. Caps he's and he's he's quite analytical as a person. I think like I think that was his job on web. I think he used to do a lot of data and okay. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, he yeah. and he approached graph in that way. And I just used to let him kind of guide the way. Yeah, yeah. And I just get into it. And 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 there was another guy, Argos Six. Oh yeah, I'm really real good ideas man, and that yeah. as well. And the three of us just vibed for two or three years and we did a lot of important stuff that I think a lot of people have come back to us people like um, people like Pref and people that yeah. have done that kind of graphic design yeah. neutral space yeah. all that kind of stuff we did a bunch of that in the early 2000s yeah I remember and that I, and I think Excel it inspired well. you know you mentioned the paint by numbers thing we did yeah. but we did a lot of weird little we called we had a name for it my memory's terrible but um, deconstruction we called it wicked and we did loads of them. Like we just do like mad deconstructions of graph and Your simplify tiny, it. Tiny pieces as well. Yeah. You deck and who was that? That was Argos as well. Argos, I think. yeah. Tiny, yeah, yeah. tiny. Pieces. We were just. He was. He was the driving force of that. Argos. He was really into all that, and um, 
did some crazy sort of um, concepts, really. And I suppose using that paint. All that transparency paint idea that people would, oh, that yeah? you see now. Yeah. You know, like Pref does the one layer over the other layer yeah, over yeah. the other layer. We were playing with a lot of that. And a lot of that, I have to give respect to Argos for, he was really into all that sort of stuff. Wicked, man. Multiply. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like kind of, in a sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah really, stars, another really good creative era. It's, yeah. it's funny, like, as, as passionate as I am about graph, I do need to feed off other people's passion as well. Yeah, it helps. Because man. otherwise you're on your own and you oh, you mate. do need to motivate. You know when like me and you are chatting, we're buzzing. We're like, yeah, exactly, oh, I yeah. That, I, I think we're quite similar in that sense. That, but we need that next... Yeah, yeah. and that's what graph is. Yeah. Sh- like a shared... Because most people I talk to about graph are just like, like you know, like, oh yeah, whatever, grow up. Yeah. You're still doing that crap, you know. Like, it's just too fucking When you get somebody else who's as passionate as you, it's... Yeah. it's it's a spark straight and it away. Makes you it's understand. so exciting yeah. to be yeah. and with it, somebody else motivated. It um, it authenticis- authenticizes your your passion and your love. You're like, oh right, yeah, I'm not a weirdo. I'm, I'm not, not a weirdo. Yeah, 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 I've been at this for yeah, so long, yeah, but I'm yeah, still yeah, yeah. yeah this much intrigued. Mate, yeah. you can, you know, there's been years, and I, probably for you as well, where it is just you. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, yeah. your mates are about, but that energy yeah. and that that steam. Is only coming from you, and you can go and do it. But it runs out, and you're right. You yeah. need to spark off. I people. need constant. Yeah, yeah. It's got, if you um, can have that right person, new, right people, new writing partner. Like yeah. I, I love when I get a new writing partner. Yeah, it's a bit like a relationship, I yeah. suppose, in a sense. It always, yeah. And is. I've had so many good partners yeah. over the years. Yeah, I've been really lucky. Yeah, you know you've mean? had some. Like, there's been uh, wicked combos actually. You were some really good combos. Like at the moment, I'm writing with. It's weird. I always have quite a tight circle. There's only five or six people uh-huh. at any one time because yeah. I think you have to keep your circle quite small. Yeah. And each of those people are really kind of bringing something to the table for me. Brilliant. And you just buzz off it. Yeah. Like uh, all different types, different areas, and then yeah. Yeah, and you just, you just think, oh, okay, this person really wants to do this little spot, and yeah. they want to do this. Or they pay like this. this mission, or they want to go to this place. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's and and it just keeps it fresh for me, and I'm I'm as Passionate so, as I always was for, yeah. for those reasons, really. So getting like more into adult life mm. and work life, and you know, dealing with what life brings you, buying yeah. houses, relationships. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I don't know because it's hard for me to really explain what I'm on about. But you, I didn't. I have never seen a lull in your work. I yeah. know you've obviously had them, yeah. and obviously the, looking on the viewer will never see the lull or see the quiet yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. But like, what what happens when real life comes in involved? Like, do you do you? I'm, tr- I'm trying to see if you've ever put it down. Like, I haven't really put it down. Um, I've had some tough times in life, and graffiti's kind of been a thing I fall back on. Right. Yeah. So, it's always, like, yeah. Um, yeah uh, Real life, real life has played its part. Yeah, I've had a yeah. couple of, um, you know, like bad breakups from people, or um, yeah, like I, I had a bit of a sort of a what I'd call a breakdown a few years ago. Yeah, where I couldn't even paint, and it probably lasted two or three months. Wow! And I knew that graffiti was the first thing I needed to challenge myself to do. Yeah, in a weird sort of a way to be able to paint, to know I was kind of is it fixing myself? See, I wonder if it's but that was like. Well, yeah. I think when you get into your, I'm in my mid forties, yeah, and I think life caught up with me, in a right. sense. All the things I'd gone through as a kid and yeah. as a life, 
was quietly building up in the background while I was fixated on graffiti. Yeah. And it got to a point where I guess I anxiety, it, depression, whatever it was. It was too full, basically. And I was completely unaware of what was going on. Yeah. And I started getting physical symptoms. Yeah. Um, and wasn't aware of what it was. And then ended up having to sort of... Stop. Stop yeah. and deal with all this stuff. Yeah. It's nuts, that, yeah. I think, and most people I speak to have been through us. I think, yeah, we're been a lot through of a similar have. thing. And I think coming into these ages now that we're, we're in, and uh, the amount of time we, we take of this culture, and we love it, and we enjoy it, and we put mm. everything into it, and then obviously real life comes, and you have to deal with it at the same time. You don't yeah. want to drop your passion, and but yeah, th- we've covered up so much stuff with it. Yeah, yeah. We don't yeah. realize, yeah. but we we're dealing with real life like everyone yeah. else, and we're going yeah. through real life traumas and all that type of shit like everyone else. Yeah. And so yeah, it get, must get to that point. I think so. It's just too much happened. in there. Yeah, yeah, and It yeah. just blows the top, and you're like, yeah. right, that's it. Full back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I sort of um, dealt with a lot of stuff when I was younger. Right. And I think the way I learned to deal with it was by not dealing with it. That's what I was about to say, you didn't deal with it, did you? Exactly. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rude, it was like mean. Yeah. push it to the side, get yeah, involved yeah. in graph. Yeah. And totally, and I, and whenever anybody would ask me about it, like I, my dad died when I was about eight or nine, okay. maybe killed right. himself. Oh shit! So that was kind of Fucking like, hell. yeah, it was like it was quite a big thing. And because I was from a small town, mm. everybody knew, kind right. of thing. So it was never quiet. But nobody it. would ever talk to me about it as a kid. But it was always there. Everybody knew. Nobody would say anything to me. So I learned to keep it quiet and never talk about it. As well. And went all through my life. You know, like my close friends know about it because they grew up with me. Yeah. And, but I've never really kind of, I've always hated to to play the I've had a bad life card. Right. Do you know what I mean? I've almost been the opposite. Like, yeah. Uh, in a sense, it's kind of maybe the person I am and it probably did. It made me that extreme person who push, push, push. But at a certain point, it comes back round. It does, man. And I'm not saying it, that was the only thing, but that was probably that was where I learned the pattern of not dealing with things that come along. Yeah, and knowing how to yeah. push them to one side. If they do come along, yeah. I can push it to you one side. You learn to yeah. not to yeah, just, be affected too much. Yeah. Or what you what you perceive not to be yeah. affected too yeah, much. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like, it's, why, it's why I love culture, because it by having a culture, it helps you deal with these problems we have in real yeah. life because there's something yeah, yeah, you love yeah, so yeah, much yeah. and you do it and you do it for free and there's no reason behind it but the danger of it as well yeah. is that we just get submerged yeah. in it and we don't yeah. we ignore everything else yeah. you know what I mean and yeah, so yeah, yeah so yeah, what, yeah. a few years ago it kind of hit you two years ago yeah right I com- I, yeah and a culmination I, was, I suppose yeah a combination of different stressful events yeah. just took me to that level where I just I was getting physical symptoms yeah. of dizzy spells and then I was getting stomach pains and yeah the doctors were sending me for scans for this, you know, potentially cancer and that cancer and, you know, like, and it was all stress, anxiety symptoms. Yeah. They were not... Picking up on that. Not picking up on that. Yeah. And, and I suppose you're not even saying, oh, by the way, this happened to me when I was eight. But I wasn't, even, I was, I wasn't even aware no, of that. No, that's what I'm saying. You weren't. No. Like, and so it, you're there just baffled. What the fuck is and wrong And a couple of me? people said to me, oh, it could all be in your head. And then you just think... What? Shut up! I've yeah, got physical symptoms. I'm here. fine. Yeah, Don't yeah, tell yeah. me I'm making it up because yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. you see it. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, and that's, it sounds wrong, but they're right. But that of terminology, they are, but they're not. They're not talking to you in a language that's no. getting through. No, and so and especially those words, it's all in your head. They mean something a lot deeper than that. But that's all you hear. You exactly. you hear you're making it up. Yeah, Stop yeah, making yeah. a fuss. Yeah, you're just worrying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, stop worrying. <laughs> <laughs> just like, 
Oh, okay then. Yeah, yeah, is that yeah, what yeah. it was? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. So yeah, that's that was a quite a challenge, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Do you remember the first painting you did after that? Yeah, it was in the garden. Your garden. And, and, yeah, and I did it in a couple of times. The first proper wall I did after it, I did with Kilo down mm. my way. Yeah. Um, and how and, did you get to that wall? Because I've got a photo of me and him next yeah. to it, and I look about two stone lighter. Fuck you know. Yeah. Because I wasn't sleeping and I yeah, wasn't, I wasn't, although I was eating, it was, everything was just, yeah. my adrenaline, have you heard of adrenal fatigue syndrome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what That's you what I had pretty much. Yeah. So I lost a load of weight. Yeah. Which also made, when they were giving me scans and stuff, they were just like, oh, okay, we've lost two stone. Yeah, 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 yeah. All You're the rest Ill. of it. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. You're yeah, definitely yeah. ill, we can't figure it out. Yeah, and it just took me a bit of um, sitting down and getting my head around it, really. What brought you to that wall, though? Do you remember? Was it Did Kilo call you and say... He's always nagging me to paint. And yeah. He said to me, it was 25 years of sin crew, we've got to do a wall and all this. I'm coming down. And I was like, okay, I need to step up and paint. Like, he's coming down. Yeah, I've got to wake up a bit. Yeah, yeah. So we did a wall. and like, It's a really nice wall, actually. <laughs> and once yeah. I started, it was okay. But I had you done start... a little go in the garden before that. Yeah, and you felt a bit better from it. And it kind of um, aided, or yeah, it was a still a still ongoing for a while. Yeah, really. yeah. But Have you had therapy? I had a few sessions. Yeah, but not really. It didn't I, kick it for you. I don't know, really. I don't, I wouldn't really know where to. You know, sort of. Je- I don't know. It's kind of generalised, so I wouldn't know where to target. Where what it was. Yeah, I. Th- my girlfriend's a therapist. Yeah, yeah. Just qualified, and I've been through therapy, and um. I've been through two types of therapy, psychodynamic and cognitive. And cognitive is about your behaviour now and psychodynamic is about figuring out what it is, why you behave now, mm. what you do, mm. why, and why you react to certain things. And so basically psychodynamic goes right back to your youth. Yeah. Like brings you right back. Yeah. And it's fucking hard work, but yeah. like I did 18 months yeah, of it yeah, yeah. and it changed me. And it, absolutely amazing. Psychodynamic yeah. therapy. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. It's, it's all about the shit like I couldn't understand why I was behaving in a certain way, or I thought I knew why I I, I understand why I behaved a certain way, but it it wasn't right, and uh, it just all yeah. these mad things, and you kind of put it all to, you start analysing these things that happen in your past, yeah, and it breaks down the bad habits you have in, yeah. as an adult. You know what I mean? It was, yeah, I mean I've learnt to disappear into myself rather right. than get emotional. I think okay, or kind yeah. of put things to the side. Yeah. And it's not a good habit to be in. No. Like, it's just the way I've always yeah, dealt yeah. with, from a kid, yeah. I guess. I mean, you're, you're, but you're all that stress goes day. inside you, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, especially but I still you... couldn't release it now. Like I get, I get angry, but I can't get angry. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can't express it. It's kind of, everything's just trapped inside. And, and graffiti, in a sense, is my channel. That's what I was about to, to say. So that must, it must, not not that it is just that for you now, because but it, but I know you graffiti fully, but it's yeah. definitely another added value to it. Yeah. That will just be like, I yeah. can have my week's work, I can have the stresses, I can have mortgage bills, I can have electricity bills, I can have relationship problems, and I can paint. Yeah. And it can, yeah. And it's a sort of a way of channeling some of the stuff that I can't channel, mm. I think. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a, a another reason why I love talking about. I kind of split the podcast up into where you're from, the culture you get into, and then the creative creative world you live now. Mm. And that's really it's not about being a creative in work. It's just about being creative and how that helps you. Yeah, it, 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 as an adult, it's helped me all through my life. I think it's crazy, isn't it? Creative. It is. It is a therapist in a sense. It's not. Yeah. It's not taught me any maybe healthy patterns of. 
of, of you know dealing with things but yeah. it's but that's, always given me that release which yeah. has kept my stress or anxiety or whatever yeah. it was yeah the it's, thing it's, yeah. it's made me quite a functional person in a weird sort of a, in a dysfunctional way <laughs> well I've, like down to the things it was like saying you know the last white guys in the club and all that type of shit yeah. hip hop events or you know coming in from Kent and although the word wasn't there then bumpkin you were always aware of we're not yeah. from the city yeah. and yeah. so you, you you have these things and graffiti helps you get through them and yeah. you know deal with I saw those all those things as a challenge in a sense yeah exactly like, yeah. Like some people they get bumpkinned off and it's just like oh I better go back better go back and get yeah, out yeah. Climb under. Yeah. I loved it in a sense you it's like you, yeah you fought it yeah, and I celebrated it really because yeah. I thought, yeah, I'm, I've come from this little town in Kent, yeah. and I'm more up than you. Yeah, and you live in this estate. Yeah, and you got a yard on your doorstep. Yeah, and you're not doing it. And you're not doing it. Yeah. And I'm going up to Loughton, Arnos Grove, yeah. and Harrow on the Hill, and I'm going all back. these spots. Yeah, and I'm coming home. Yeah, and and that's and it's an, it's no big deal to me. It, and it you're put, sitting in your yeah. spot going on about yeah. you know whatever you're going on about. I know, like I know looking you down exactly your nose at me. And I felt the same like, when I moved to Brighton. I've got kind yeah, of I love, it, I love it. I, I think bumping yeah. me off what you like. I think that it's was great. Brilliant. You know, yeah. you should like underestimate me till. Yeah, I'm gonna. People watch. still do. People look at my stuff and think, oh, he's just a wall writer, or he's this, or he's that. And I'm like, yeah, keep thinking it. I keep don't thinking care. it's fine. <laughs> you don't know what I'm getting <laughs> up to. And I don't want to yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, the the more you think, the more you think, I'm just. Some legal bumpkin, the better for me, because it keeps me off the radar. <laughs> it's sweet. It's true, yeah, yeah. It's sweet, and yeah. It keep, lets you keep going. Oh. So with, with all that, and with like going through what you went through a couple of years ago, and mm. you know the fact that graffiti is in a bit of a different light for you now, like you don't, there's still no stopping though, is there? There's no plan to finish or... No. I'm getting to that point where I feel like I'm at my, no, my last No, I'm pieces. ticking off firsts all the time. Wicked, like, man. all the time, yeah. And there's... You know, the people that are around me that I'm painting with now, we're, we're constantly on WhatsApp going, that's the next target, that's the next thing, that's the next, you know, yeah. and, and we're driving each other and we're all passionate and we all know that we're, you know, um, old guys in their 40s or, you know, 50s, some of us, yeah. you know what I mean? And um, But then, then I go to New York and I get a new, you know, I'm painting with guys in their 60s and I think, I look at them as an insp- influ- yeah. inspiration, well, you know. I think and this is another thing because I mean, your first generation, pretty much. Do you know what I mean? You're, if not yeah, one and a half almost, yeah, generations yeah, yeah, in, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, this isn't about being a kid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, part of it, like you were yeah. a kid, but this is really a life choice. This is yeah. a whole life choice. Yeah. And course, it, yeah. It's a, it's like being a fisherman for your whole life. Of course, it it's is, like yeah. being a carpenter your whole life as in your shed as a hobby. Like a coder, it's the yeah. same shit. It's, it's. I, I love. I, I'm so intrigued by it because it has been. Well, it is so new. It's not as old as fishing. Like I'm just <laughs> about men's hobbies. I mean, there's times I'll be standing at a wall painting, people will walk past and oh, what are you doing there? And you're like, oh, it's just my hobby day. I've got a day off and yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. just painting. It's my hobby. Yeah. I could be fishing. And they're like, yeah, what? Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's literally the same shit. Like, yeah, don't, I don't what look I say to get people because I don't really like. I don't really want to talk about it to people that are not involved because yeah, yeah. I just feel like you're it just feels right. like you're talking about the weather or something to yeah. someone because it means nothing to them. Nothing, yeah. And they and they're so standing there confused say, yeah, just, as well because they're seeing these men with grey in their beards and shit like that. And like, 
why are you painting this wall? Like, yeah. they don't get it. You can't converse. They'll just with ask like. you if you're Banksy or yeah. make a sly joke or, <laughs> or, or and 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 then they move on. And I'll just sort of, um, yeah, as quickly as possible, really end the conversation and just yeah. get back to my little world of of painting, I suppose. But and it won't stop, will it? It will just. You can't nah. see anything. Nah. No. Nah. No. Have I you can't. ever have you ever got into the art side of things, like the gallery side of things? Not really. I've did a. I've done a couple of shows, but it's mainly been f- photographic. Okay. I'm kind of, I'm really into documenting stuff. Yeah. Um, so if I, when I did a show, I blew up a load of pieces really big. Yeah. And I really like, like you're saying about my book, I'm really into yeah. Blackbird stuff. One of the best shows I think I went to was, was Oka's show recently. That was dope. Because it was photos and Black Book, really. And, yeah. I, and he did the carvings as well, which yeah. was amazing. Were amazing. But it had that kind of, I've never been able to paint, a, I've never really successfully, what I would say, paint a canvas. Right. And I really admire people who do. There's been some amazing people who have painted canvas, you know, from people like, I don't know, Mad C with what yeah. she does, yeah, for example. I, you know, she's really great what she does. And, and Busk. I haven't seen what Busk's doing, actually. Busk's done some amazing pieces in canvas. Yeah, people yeah. who do, I, I'm not knocking it at all. It's just mm. nothing that I've, I'm not that, I'm not very good with a brush, uh-huh. and I'm not very good with a can at a small size. I, I, so I never really know what I what I could do. Probably yeah. would be like pen and ink, or do you know what I mean? It would be like on a black book. I've level. never seen um, your work in a gallery setting. Actually, I remember mm. the photo show. Um, yeah, I did it in Soho about yeah. ten years ago, and I painted a couple of big walls. I remember that. Yeah. Did you come? Or I think I came. Yeah. Yeah, you might well have done. I must have yeah. done, but. It, I'm just finding it quite weird now, just thinking, fuck, yeah, you've never, you didn't even join that part of the, the scene in a way, did you? A lot of writers, as we no, know. I mean, I've interested me, obviously. I've like, been like, like, like you were saying about, I did the Black Book recently. I've always been into doing, maybe because I worked at a newspaper and I went to the London College of Printing. Yeah. I, I did my first graffiti magazine in about 89. Fuck it. <laughs> like, it was called Our Soul Art. <laughs> and there's covers in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. I know it. Yeah. And then I did London's Burning. Oh, did you do that? Yeah, London's Burning I was didn't me. I that was you. Yeah. And, Amazing. And yeah, I've always been into stuff like that. And I've done various other little magazines and things. And yeah. that's kind of been my gallery in a sense. Yeah. So that's been, the, if there was, if the term crossover was going to come into your, yeah, yeah your graph world. I love, I'd love sort of, you know, like, not that I've ever really done it, but I would be more the sort of t shirts, stickers, books. Yeah. Not really painting canvases to okay, me. I yeah. like that um, whole, yeah. you know, like screen print. I'd, I'd be quite cool to do because yeah. I could work with it. Do you know what I mean? That would be me. It I wouldn't be with mean. a paint. Yeah. I have done paintbrush stuff, and yeah. it's just not. But it's nothing really... you want to jump into and no, do a I love working. With... I love being out on the street and painting. Mm. Getting over really. I just like putting it out there. That's it's. It's a, you're you're incredibly interesting as an artist, I think, in that sense, as a graffiti writer, mm. because we're all taught. It's probably the wrong word, but the avenues are so open to writers now yeah. to show a painting, yeah. to, to go into that world, yeah. to, to step over into that. It's so open, and so many people do it. Mm. You know, the high percentage of graffiti writers have painted canvases and had them in group shows mm. or whatever, and I've never seen a school one. That's no. brilliant. I love that because yeah, yeah, you're 30 yeah. years in and you just like... Yeah, it's never been... Um, that's interesting you say about the print and all that and then linking it back to... Yeah, you know, yeah, I like... I've, I, yeah, I mean, I, 
I plan to do a few projects like that, really. Okay. Do you work in print now? Yeah, I work at an ad agency. And then, yeah, so the, the outcome is usually print from the stuff you design? If Yeah, in an ideal world, we do online and all okay, sorts of well. things. But right, yeah, yeah, yeah but, I love print advertising. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's still involved with you? Yeah, in I love way, print, yeah. 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 I've always loved print, like yeah. paper, stocks and inks and... Yeah. Yeah, I love all that sort of stuff. Wicked, yeah. man. So that little crossover with yeah the documentation yeah. of the scene yeah. as well. Yeah. Never knew you did London's Burning. I never knew who did that, actually. But yeah, yeah, no, that's me. That's yeah, I did loads of... But I've, I've always been into photography. Yeah. Like, not as a photographer. I'm no sort of... Um, like my friend Krull, uh-huh. who I travel yeah. with. He's a photographer. He is a photographer. Yeah, He's fast brilliant. dry on, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, brilliant photographer. Um, he other guys, my photography. I'm yeah, not a photographer, yeah, he's so. Um, I'll take shots and I'll think. Yeah, of it. He, t- he teaches me stuff, but um, just as a documenter, really, like from when I was benching on the Big Met, the cast panels, mm. I would go to every Hall of Fame all the time, be taking photos of all the Halls of Fame. I've got albums on albums on albums, all catalogued. I'm a bit geeky like that. Wicked though, man. Like I used to be called. A load of my friends called me Norris. <laughs> and it comes from um, you Norris the Norris piece as well I've done Norris stuff yeah I've yeah. seen the Norris pieces there was yeah. a guy on the record breakers called Norris McGuerta <laughs> and he knew every, he knew all the facts so <laughs> all like people like Drax and Oka and Blaze and all these guys all call me Norris because <laughs> if they want to know when a piece was done in what year like Drax will bail me up and go oh what year did I do that Christmas thing at Loughton and I go oh it was Christmas 88 and it's like okay oh, thanks. Yes, 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 yeah, 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 cheers Norris and that's that yeah it's just uh, yeah, that's just the way my brain works. I'm just really into the history and documenting, and and, and I love all that. I've so always loved all that. We can, we will, we can probably hope then for more like your book. That yeah, you yeah, definitely. Stuff that more yeah. of that shit will come. Yeah, and I know it's low numbers, and I love that. But yeah, you know, only because I didn't really have the money, really, and because yeah. it was a short run. It costs so much to do. Yeah, I tell you what, though, just having done a hundred, and because it's just my stuff, I just don't think the numbers are there. Whereas if I did like a broader subject, yeah, like the, the, like the I'd the quite project. like to do something like that, maybe with ten writers, and then you've got ten times the audience, maybe. Yeah. Like we've sp- I've spoken about it with like Petro and Oprah <clears> and that a few times about doing something similar to what the Swedish guys did a few times when they picked eight writers uh-huh. and saying, oh yeah, it'd be wicked if we did like, you know, I people like I really like. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. I think, I, I, even though it's a low number, which I love the fact it's a low number, yeah. 100 printed, I just think getting these things out there are integral because it, it takes, it takes the, which is good, it takes the power out of your hands, which yeah. is good because it takes the stress off you. Yeah. In 20 years' time, I can show that book mm. as a piece of British history. For, for Half my thinking piece. with it was what I was drawing in each of those years, mm. most writers in those years was drawing that style. Yeah. So although it's a history of Wicked. my black book, yeah. it's kind of a history of British graffiti. Yeah, that's and how so I many people it. have come to me and gone, I drew the two-tone logos in 81, 82. Yeah. I copied the Uprock piece in 83, 84. Yeah. I was ripping off the Chrome Angels in 85, 86. Yeah, all of that. And, it and, 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 and as it goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brighton so inspired me in. Brighton inspired yeah, exactly. me this no, person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my story is everybody's story. In I a think sense. it is, man. Yeah. 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 I think it is. The amount of style that's in that book is fucking mind blowing. And you're right. You can then start to break it down into more. It's like, yeah, yeah this isn't just score. This yeah. is like a, this is a period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I love that. Yeah, yeah. And, and and it's not like <clears throat> we're obviously biting 
the shit out of each Mate, other. Of course we are. Like, that's, that <laughs> but, is the game. But like. you could still look at any of those pieces and, and probably if they didn't say score, you'd know it was me. It's oh, a mate, weird that's little... That's what I'm on about with a crop. Like you're right, I agree with you what you're saying. It is a, a, a breadth of you know late, yeah. early 80s to mid-90s yeah. British graffiti. But again, I know it's, I could crop it's any It's individuals images, at yeah, the same time. I just time. know it's you. Yeah, like, yeah, I know yeah. it's you. Yeah, there isn't yeah, any... Yeah. Yeah. That, the, the biting thing... I think the whole culture's full of it. It's just the obvious biting that's the problem. Yeah. Like we're all fully inspired yeah. by yeah. one thing or another. Yeah. There isn't. It's hard. There's not yeah. much originality. Yeah. Maybe tweaks. Like your curve that you did, that little spiral thing at the end of your letters, that oh, was okay. probably original. Yeah, but maybe. I've probably got it from something. <laughs> well, yeah, but the structure of the letter yeah, itself yeah, would yeah. have come off the back of something else and then that's you just dragging yeah. the pencil even yeah. more and yeah. making this thing happen. Yeah. I think the documentation you've done is absolutely amazing, man. I'm I love, to see what I really next. love black book stuff. It's a yeah. bit of a passion of mine. And not in a sort of a, you know, like serve in New York or somebody yeah. who is just, the New York style of black book where it's completely finished. Yeah. Like colours, everything. We've never really had that in this country. No. And we've never really had black book culture. We in did sense, have that culture but, stuff, but we all we? drew yeah. on bits of paper yeah. and things. And I know a few writers who've got some beautiful one or two beautiful like copic penned books mm. like every other page is done and you know yeah. it looks gorgeous yeah, yeah, yeah. but the volumes that are in america and new york especially is well, it's else. just the police raids in this country made it impossible in a sense yeah that's true um, you know the way that they the, the, the graph squads and that went right the way through your house and just took everything people yeah. kind of would go yard and screw and, and rip it up, you yeah. know, afterwards. Yeah, and that's why a lot because of my sketches are on just these little bits of panel that's paper. That's what mine basically. are. All of those, I've yeah. put those on pages, but they weren't on, you know, they were li little individual things. Yeah, they weren't books as such. No, 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 I've created yeah. the book. Yeah, 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 yeah because that's how we how we live, yeah. I guess. We live in little pieces and we put the little pieces together. I think, you know, the, the, the black and white sketchbook stuff, like your book, like... The, what you're saying and I agree with you actually and it'd be good to talk about that more with other people about English black books in that sense but it's like those pages could be so forgotten like tags yeah, yeah. because really what we're waiting for is the finished article and so it, it yeah, would either yeah, be yeah. a colour piece in a black book yeah. or the photo yeah. and by you saving all of that has made yeah. it no 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 this is the shit as well these yeah, first lines yeah I think it kind of it's the bit that nobody ever thinks about no but I would love to see like can you imagine seeing um, Ganja's Black Book oh fucking hell or Cast's Black Book yeah, or exactly. Foam's Black Book yeah which is and, and we know it didn't exist he yeah. would have drawn they would have all drawn on individual pieces of paper exactly but yeah. they all drew yeah, yeah. and people Everyone who go knows. on about oh you know I freestyle this and I freestyle that yeah, you do, but you've drawn it at home. Yeah, obviously. even if you've got, even yeah. if you've done an interpretation. It's like a in freestyle your mind. rapper. Same thing. You could be in the booth with not written a note down, but don't tell me you've not gone over those words in your head. In your head, or you've or... written stuff at home, exactly, and then you're yeah. taking chunks from here and yeah. there. Yeah, you've got to practice. Of course you have. Yeah, you're human. But it's kind of. It was almost at one point in London. It was almost like, oh, and I still get it. I go, I go spots now, and I'll take like ten outlines, and I go, oh, I don't take outlines. Maybe I should bring outlines. Like, Up's your game. Up's I, your I game. always say, look, I can freestyle as much as anyone, yeah. but and sometimes an outline can hold you back because you, you're rigid to it. Yeah. But I don't know. I've always loved like trying to not do the same piece twice. Yeah. I I, I, I do the same piece all the time. I've always done that. Yeah. <laughs> My style is a slow elevation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throughout the years, you'll always yeah. see the style has stayed the same and the piece yeah. is slightly different. But I like. I know when I sketch, <clears throat> when I'm not prepared. Yeah. 
I'm really fucking happy because yeah, yeah. I know I'll paint it and I'll I'll also yeah. use a bit of because I do love freestyling and like yeah. tweaks and I'll add it to the sketch when I paint but um, there is such a difference not going prepared yeah. painting freestyle is cool yeah. but you're not doing the best thing you can yeah, do yeah, yeah. preparation is the key yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I always like to adapt to a wall yep like if, the, if you know you can move an arrow into a space or when yeah, you're so painting with somebody else like I painted recent wall that I really buzzed off I painted I've got a friend who writes used to write Piz okay oh Piz um, yeah. Piz yeah I know Piz uh, yeah I painted with him recently Wicked. and he's got a really individual style very individual and I've got an individual style yeah. and we merged our styles wow in a sense only a little bit like we were what you know when you paint with somebody and you're like okay he's doing a bit of that I'll do a bit of that and, yeah. and I do it with a lot of writers and, and they're the writers I love to paint with Wicked. when you like I do it with Drax or uh, yeah. Crawl Mac. or Shine or Croc uh, whoever I paint with really yeah. um, you know we'll, we'll be looking at what each other's are doing and we'll do a unified background or we'll do elements of yeah something a uh, color yeah yeah or, yeah. yeah and, and it's just I, I absolutely love that side of graph you know wicked it's good to know piers has painted again yeah wicked wicked yeah like, talking about fitting into spaces that spot you did in peckham then recently that yeah. is a fucking weird place to paint with that massive art shape and like yeah, you fitted yeah, in yeah. but beautifully in there yeah well i just thought i've got to paint my letters about 12 foot high really because yeah. i didn't want to do a load of something but yeah, it wasn't. I didn't love what I did, but I loved the spot, and I'm going to go back. Yeah, banging wall. I can't. <laughs> the wait thing to is, I grew place. up on South East London. Yeah. I, I, like I said to you earlier, there was a tough art silver there back in the day, and mm. I, we looked at that spot every time we went to a jam. We drive up the Old Kent Road. You know, every time we drove into London to go you to a jam. There, yeah. Every time we drove to, to anything, it's up and down the Old Kent Road. CBC um, in it. So, yeah, to paint that spot for me is history. Yeah, that was, I only found it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I literally, my jaw dropped when I turned the corner. I was yeah. like, where the fuck and how the fuck have I never <laughs> seen this? This is amazing. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've been, doing a lot, I've been doing a lot of trips to New York, which is kind of yeah. quite inspirational. Over the last the couple moment. of years. Yeah, yeah. And what is um, it, painting walls out there predominantly? Yeah, just seeing Yeah, them. yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Wicked, man. I've, been, well, I've, traveling, I've been traveling loads and painting. Yeah other things as well but I've been doing a few walls and Sick. making connections so, yeah. yeah I guess we could talk about that generally without yeah. going too much into it we'll just it. talk about travels then yeah, last yeah, couple yeah, of years yeah. in travelling yeah alright yeah, yeah. so then um, the last couple of years since like the madness and you know the, the thinking about what the fuck to do and yeah, yeah. realising painting is the key what have you been up to like, how's it been I've just been um a really nice part of sort of what's gone on, really. I, I was always one of these people that was always looking to the future uh-huh. and always kind of planning for the future, but then really never maybe achieving the goals. I don't know, kind of just... Is that in real life or in graffiti? In real life, okay, I think. Yeah. yeah, just always like yep. trying to find a path in life and focusing and going forward. And um, sort of the last couple of years, I've just become more present wicked you know that kind of all that kind of mindfulness kind of vibe that's right man yeah. that's really kicked in with me because of Brilliant. you know what I went through I kind of I kind of explored a lot of that and you need it I think it that's well. gone into my graph in a sense wicked. whereas now I'm just like I've got to do this 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 and this and I, I want to do them and I'm going to do them and this is near future this isn't five yeah, years yeah 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 whatever. that whole mindfulness has just turned into like a like okay I want to do this I'm going to do this yeah. So exactly. I'll go to this country. 
I've yeah. been traveling a lot more. Wicked. I've been going to a lot of spots and doing what I want to do in these spots and paint with writers done. out there as well. In yeah, I've been countries. going to New York a, a lot. Who'd you um, paint with there? Um, uh, the main guys we paint with, we've got a bunch of. I'm, I'm good friends with um, Spot KMS. Yeah, wicked. Um, we paint with the TC5 guys. Wow. So. Um, Arab and Sire. Fucking hell, man. Um, Paint the wall with Arab. Yeah, yeah. Shit. It's mad. Like, we went to... Me and Merck went went to Dominican Republic with Arab. Yeah. Just, just on holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, just a mad trip. But, like, aside from Graf. So, yeah, them guys are really cool. Webb. Yeah. Um, who's Don. a massive influence because he kind of links... Well, him and Arab linked to Dondi and Dondi is like God. Yeah. So, the, the stories those guys can tell you about Dondi... First hand stuff. Yeah, yeah, just unbelievable, really. Um, um, then I painted a bit with um, some of the seventies guys as well. Oh yeah, that are less well known but quite inspirational. And still, like V two is a good guy we uh-huh. paint with whenever we're there. Um, yeah, I, I painted. Been down to the Tats crew guys, oh. um, up to the Bronx. All over, really. But, Lovely, yeah, man. just So a couple of trips out there in the last couple of years, then? Yeah, yeah. just did normally do a trip a year. Wow, um, lovely. Last few years. I mean, I'd been a few times before. Yeah. I went I went in 91. Oh, right. Um, we've missed from Sheffield and some guys. Um, painted handball courts and bits and pieces, track sides. Lovely. Um, and then I went with the... I did that whole Adidas job. You remember when I did oh, the yeah. Adidas trainer? That's right, yeah. I remember the tracksuit and the jumpers. Yeah, yeah I remember you've suits. done a whole lot, yeah. Yeah, well, they built a subway car for us. That's right. I and remember that campaign. that in New York. Yeah. And then, but we did a bunch of other stuff as well. Uh, so I'd been to New York a few times in the past. But, yeah, I've started making it. In fact, it's kind of... I really struggle to get inspired to do a wall these days. Right. When I go to New York, it really pushes me to... Bring the A game out. A Do you paint bit more? every day, pretty much, when yeah, you're there. Yeah, it's absolutely exhausting. <laughs> yeah, exhausting, but it's amazing. Yeah, but like you know, if you're rocking up to a wall with with Cy and Arab and Web <laughs> and people, you've got a kind of yeah. you know you've got to bring your game. And your current partner Merck burns as well. Yeah, Merck burns. kills it. Kills cause, it. Cause, cause, cause as well. With us. He's just getting better and better. Yeah. Um, last time we took C's with us from old oh, yeah. school C's. Yeah. We come and. Wicked. Got involved and Andy yeah. sees, yeah, yeah. Andy sees came Dope. last trip, yeah, yeah. I think that was. Um, I think he around, enjoyed yeah. it. <laughs> he enjoyed it, yeah. I think so, yeah, yeah. He, he had a couple of days off, but yeah, you know, he, he, he painted a lot for Wicked. him. Wicked, yeah, yeah. Just, just mad trips, yeah. So that's been going on, but I just, I've been travelling to European I went to Azerbaijan, well. painted old. with Drax and Krull, uh, Georgia. I've been. I've been everywhere. Fucking hell. Last few years, all over Belgium, Sweden, Switzerland, Germany, Italy, France. And you do this with Romania, Greece. This is just whilst you're and working as well. I'm working, yeah. Holding down a job and doing it. I freelance. Oh, pucker. I'm just travelling. As much as you possibly can. Yeah, just doing loads, yeah. And it's just a real. It's been it's been all it's been amazing really. And yeah. does that put um, the steam into like you say like is it, you don't get that inspired to paint like but you know you hit that but if you're walking down a New York street with them guys but then by doing those things and painting through Europe as well does it push your steam up for when you're painting in London again? Does it help or, or um, 
do you feel like home ground is home I, feel like, cold, I feel like London's done for me in a sense for, for now yeah yeah I mean I mean obviously there's things I've never done in London that I'd love to do but I don't there's things painting in, in England is just an absolute minefield yeah if you want to do certain things just because of the consequences so yeah. I just don't I don't even register painting here, really. But you paint walls in that here, and yeah, like that inspiration. It can pull back that inspiration, and yeah, yeah, yeah I, I do, yeah. Um, but it, it doesn't like I paint like Shine is always trying to get me to paint walls, yeah. and he hates me because I never want to paint anything. <laughs> <laughs> like he says, oh, we're gonna do like a six-hour wall. We're gonna do these characters. Just like, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not having it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> You know, I'll do a two or three hour wall. That's okay. all I want to do. Wicked. But that's just... Do you paint fast then? Yeah. Yeah, you must yeah. paint fast. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't look like two or three hour walls. Yeah, they are. Wicked. They are. I just, yeah. I'll paint for three hours. Yeah. And I will paint beyond that, but I'll have the ump. You're pretty much done at three hours. Yeah. You've got it. All yeah, in. that is my sort of window, really. Wicked. Wicked. Yeah. And then after that... Um, which is another reason why places like New York and that are good because I'm there for the day. You yeah. paint in New York, the guys bring a pasting table, they bring they bring all the food, they bring the beers, they bring. Do you know what I mean they're there for the day? Yeah. Which is another reason why I step it up probably because I can't escape from it. No, you're go- it's not as if I'm you're there gonna- for the day. Yeah, you're not going pub, you're not going home, yeah, yeah, you're not no. going to meet other friends. You're yeah. like, no, we're here painting. We're here painting. So yeah, yeah it's we've got eight hours. A- we've got food. We've got drink. Yeah. We've got chill time. Yeah, yeah. So it's good for me really Wicked, because it's so right. easy to think I'll go home now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so easy, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, we can plan a wall in London. You know, you could be home by six. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I won't go West London. <laughs> <laughs> it's Generally, I'll cut like, you over here tonight. Yeah, yeah. But like to paint, it's a different yeah. matter, really. I'm just like East, South East. That's that's all right. You know, but... Where are you now? South East. Yeah, still the same. Okay, yeah, I've wicked. never really moved. I just I'm in town every day, but um, always back out. Yeah. Wicked. Yeah. yeah. I've never lived I've never had a house in London oh right okay yeah I've always come in and out I've been in London since I was a kid yeah just just in and out yeah yeah never um, never wanted to really yeah just too expensive anyway I mean that's the one I don't live here anymore I wish I could but yeah just too I'm, expensive I'm kind of happy I don't live I here wish anymore, maybe now I'd have bought a house in Hackney in the 90s oh, God, yeah. when I bought a house in Kent yeah, I'd yeah. be I'll be a millionaire, but yeah, it's true, it you didn't would. happen. And, and nobody wanted to live in Hackney <laughs> in the nineties. You know I mean? Yeah, no way. No, no, you know, it's just it's, it wasn't the place to be, was it? No. You'd have been sitting over there thinking, "This is crap." Yeah, what the fuck have I done? What am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, Word. hindsight and all that, but yeah, but now I'm as passionate as ever. I'm, I'm ticking off firsts all the time. It's, just, um, I've, I've got a list of things that I, I want to do. Yeah. This and, chat. Um, this chat and meeting up with you recently and you know being that hour we spent together and having your book it's like meeting someone like 15 years in yeah do you know what I mean you wouldn't think there's 30 years you've got now isn't it yeah. pretty much 30 something years more than yeah yeah exactly 32 33 years yeah I started writing in 80 probably used spray paint for the first time in 84 but Fucking as you hell. can see from that black book it I goes was back even further yeah a lot earlier than that really yeah. so yeah I mean you yeah, the passion is, you can feel it. Yeah. It's yeah, really I'd, obvious. I love it. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, Who do you think similar? Do you think Drax is similar? He is in his way, yeah. I yeah. mean, me and Drax have a real similar shared history. Yeah. So we, Our mums are the same name. They're both born in Ireland. They're wow. Both, we've both 
um, lost our dads when we were young. Do you yeah. know what I mean? We both, we've got a lot of similarities. Wow, okay. And um, I, I connected with Drax, um, I don't know, 89, 90 maybe, something okay. like that. And, yeah. Yeah. Around the rave time. each other's lives. Yeah. Yeah, used to go to the wag and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I probably met him from the Food and Wag Club, I think, yeah. maybe. With a lot of the WD guys. Because, yeah, if there's any, I know, I know Drax quite well. Not very yeah. well, I know him yeah, quite well. Yeah, yeah. And his passion is, yeah, it's on, you, you, you can feel it. It's there constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. yours reminds me of that a lot. Yeah, yeah. And we have a similar background, so yeah, maybe, it, maybe, maybe it's driven in, the, maybe it comes from the same place. Yeah, maybe it might be, man. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. Crazy. Um, and there's other guys that I've met with that, there's other guys with that passion that I, yeah. that, I that sort of, I meet and just like, wow, yeah, you know. And some people you, you meet for a few years and then it dies off mm. and then you find somebody else with the same passion. Yeah. Well, there's yeah, those ebbs and flows. I've, I go through the same thing. I mean, yeah. Rosa, like, I love him to bits. He fucking, I'll get him to paint a wall is a mission. Yeah. Like, and yeah. he's had his it's day. It's special, isn't it? It's like, yeah. like me with Tenor. Yeah. I, he hasn't painted with me for, for three years maybe. Yeah. But I, I always love painting with him because of our shared history. Yeah, exactly. But I'll end up doing his border and helping him out on his footing and, and whatever it takes. Do you know so what I mean? So I did for Rosa literally two weeks done. ago. I'll help him probably, he'll probably cock up his sketch and I'll fiddle around with yeah. it. And, but it doesn't matter. Because no, it doesn't. Yeah. And the same like before Len passed, he started painting again. What did Len write? He wrote Len. Oh, he wrote Len. Len. Okay, he wrote yeah. a few other things, but yeah. he was like original... TRC guy. I think I remember it now. And he started painting a little bit before he died. Mm. Um, and that was brilliant that that happened. Because um, we did a few things together again and he sort of sealed that history. Lovely. You know, and it's the same with, I mean, I'd love to get some of the other, I'd love to get some of the other guys, but I'd love to get Cherish back out and Fiasco back out That's and some so of the sick. other TRC, Sire back out. But you can't force people to paint, no, you know, and, no. and if they want to paint, they will. And they've all gone off to find other passions I'll tell you what you um, you must be an inspiration to them you must be like for the, for the guys you've grown up with who've gone off to live their lives in other yeah. ways and this that yeah, and the yeah. there, there must be times where they look back and think fucking hell score still that like, it's sick I can still do it if I want to I'm sure that's there yeah yeah I'm sure I hope, I hope so yeah, yeah of course yeah, whether it happens or not is another thing like seeing a new yeah. fiasco tag would be amazing yeah or to see them letters hit up again like yeah. be amazing but you know just even knowing that you chat is yeah. enough to know that he's being inspired and yeah, the yeah, bug yeah. will be there eating at him. Whether he does it or not is another yeah, thing. Well, he, he's, he did, um, he, he's, he's behind the famous website on the line. Oh, is he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's Wicked. his website. So he had his hand in. Yeah, yeah, that's his. So that's Dope. his project. So Rock in the City. Yeah, pucker. So yeah, that there. is a piece of history, that one. He's there, man. That's amazing, but, um, man. He was, a bomb, he was a bomber at the end yeah, of the day, bomber, really. He, he, yeah. we, we got him to piece a few things. But at the end of the day... Big Mets. He was, yeah, he just loved doing insides. And, yeah. I mean, he's from the Big Met. Yeah. Um, that was where I met him when I was benching the cast panels. That all goes back Wicked. in history back then, you know? Yeah. Amazing. And um, that goes forward. That's dope. Yeah. Well, score, it's been fucking amazing having you around, Yeah, man. it's been wicked. It's Thank been you so much. And, oh, I'm uh, glad. Hopefully some of the ramblings make sense because it's... There is a lot of history there, and it's all. Mate, kind it's so of much more up. than we've spoken about. Yeah, well. of course. Yeah. I mean, just that book, we've gone through maybe ten pages of it, and it's yeah, yeah, hundred and fifty pages big. Yeah, or yeah, and there'll be a, there'll be other volumes. I'm I can't sure. wait. Um, yeah, so it's wait. all there. I 
still got bits of stuff. To, I hope this inspires other people. You know, to there's a lot of stuff well. that people haven't seen and maybe never will see, but yeah. you know, still going on, yeah. still happening. Yeah, and it just doesn't stop, does no, it? Which no, is not it. at all. Sorry. Oh. Thank you Well, that was an absolute privilege. You know we only got a brief and compressed history of Scores Graffiti Life, but god damn that was amazing. Real crazy that a small crew can come out of a corner of Kent and make such a wave of action and inspiration through that city. And through the country actually. They made a concerted effort to get to London and experience what it had to offer. They make great friendships and have enjoyed a lifelong journey where they get to express themselves and release life stresses by painting. Simple, it's painting. You know what else is nuts? We've got a load of legends in our country, but there's only a handful of people with the story Score has and continues to add to. If we did a family tree of the people and links Score has in this country and abroad due to his dedication and years to the culture, you know what, we'll just say and it scares me the amount of time I think that would take. The book he put out showing sketches from his first 10 years, an absolutely amazing glimpse into our country's growth and the culture, and I'm really looking forward to seeing the next 10 years. But what I'm also really, really hoping for is that it inspires others to put bits together and get some history stacked. I wonder what we could have in 40 years if we do this now. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Absolutely amazing having score around. A true UK legend, a soldier in our army, a true believer in art winning. This is the 38th time I've said this, and I really mean it. I know you know it. Art wins every battle. Love your city and love your culture. I'll catch you next week. This is F24. P.S. That clanking in the background, that's my radiator. They're old in this building and I presume this will be it for the rest of the winter. Enjoy. Enjoy.